On this spooktacular Halloween episode of The Swearwolves, we discuss John Carpenter's 1978 classic, Halloween. We also do a spoiler-free review of Halloween Ends, and finish things up with a discussion of Son of Monsterpalooza 2022. to the swear wolves i'm brett i'm david david how are you i'm good man happy halloween happy halloween to you if i sound a little different it's because for those of you watching the youtube channel yeah this you can see sense. right now that david and i are both in costume and i have a mask on i have the mask on i have a hockey mask on because i am jason Voorhees. yeah you're very like a uh, vocal version Jason Voorhees who got a new who got a podcast (laughs) he's got a lot to say he's been silent for so long he has lots of opinions this is not a screen accurate costume I don't want any fucking comments about like (laughs) well you know in part three the mask that you're wearing is not the right color and da 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 I'm wearing a a fucking mask and this flannel this is the part two inspired flannel because I because I couldn't find my part three costume that i wore a couple of years ago i think i threw it away oh well oh my god life goes well, you on look, you look very nice thank you and david david is wearing of course his uh mccready costume yeah he it's very, very noisy good. so my jacket <laughs> i'm doing lots of squeaking yeah no you look really good though you if you haven't seen the youtube video you got to go check it out just for david's costume alone my costume is meh but david is <laughs> david went all out well, thanks, man. I think you look yeah. very nice. Well, thank you. What color thank is that you. flannel? Everything is yellow under these sunglasses. <laughs> it's blue. It's blue. Is it? Okay. It looks kind yeah. of green, so that makes it's sense. A, it's a blue flannel. It's like, like I said, it's like the one he wore in, uh, in uh, Friday the 13th Part 2. Very cool. Yeah. But this is our Halloween episode. Happy Halloween. It's October 31st right now. It's crazy. I really hope this sounds okay. Like, I really hope it doesn't sound like really, like, people are, like, listening to this. They're going, God, he was talking through a fucking <laughs> mask the entire time. I can't listen to this turning it off. It sounds okay from here. October 31st. It, David, one thing that we we were trying to determine what movie we were going to do this week. Yeah, there's a lot of back and forth. Like, we ta- we've been talking about this for weeks. Yeah. A lot we of Hemin and Han. And uh, David came to the realization that we never have done an episode on Hollow- John Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah, we've talked about it a lot uh, and yeah. have mentioned it in other episodes, but we've never done an actual like dedicated episode to Halloween. No, so we decided, what the fuck? Now's the time. Let's do this shit. Why the hell not? We're going to review John Carpenter's Halloween. Now, I say review. We've already reviewed this movie. We've already given it a rating. Yeah, I think we mentioned that in one of our episodes. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but 
let's talk about this movie. Let's talk about it kind of in the format that we normally do. And let's kind of point out some things because I just watched it last night. Me too. And some things that I noticed. Yeah. It was kind of interesting watching this movie through a different lens. This is the first time I've ever watched it where I've like taken notes and like, oh, I never noticed that before. <laughs> yeah. There's some things. I, listen, I'm not going to bury the lead. This is a five head movie for me. I don't fucking care. Yeah, me too. Okay, so overall it's a five, <laughs> there but go. there are things that I notice that I'm going to be like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that. Let's talk about this. John Carpenter's cool. Halloween came out in 1978. The actual release date was October 25th, 1978. David, what was the number one movie in the theater? I know it was not this, despite it making a shit ton of money. Uh, it was This was a slow build as far as box office goes. So I'm going to go with Animal House. So the website that I go to uh-huh. to look at this actually says that Halloween was the number what? one movie. Really? That's what that's what I thought too, but that's what it said. Okay. Wow. Well, so, congratulations, Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> was the number one movie. Now I don't know if it's because there wasn't a lot of maybe go a lot of much going on. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because my understanding is like yours, they released it. Yeah, and like kind it, of word of mouth uh, caused it to kind of catch fire. Either that or they did that beforehand, and this was like the release that they go by. Yeah, I don't maybe. know. But it did make a shit ton of money. We'll get to that in a second. What was the number one song? So that's up for debate. I don't know if this was the number one movie. This website says it was. Well, it's number I can one only in go our hearts, this. so yeah. it counts. Uh, what was the number one song? I'm going with, I want to kiss you all over and over and again. You are Exile. You are correct, actually. (laughs) You're correct. And if you would have just guessed Halloween, you would have been two for two. But David, you are a loser once again. Well, fuck. But yes. That's awesome. I want to kiss you all over. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't. And again. I want to kiss you all. Isn't that from uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, uh, fucking Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore? <laughs> yeah. Till the night closes in. You don't want breakfast? <laughs> Halloween was written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, directed by John Carpenter, with music by John Carpenter, and produced by Deborah Hill. This movie stars Donald Pleasance as Dr. Sam Loomis, Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode, Nick Castle plays The Shape, PJ Souls plays Linda. Nancy Keys plays Annie. Also, uh, Nancy Loomis, I guess. Right? Right. Can she go by that name? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about her name, but anyway. Uh, Charles Cyphers plays Sheriff Brackett, uh, which is Annie's father. We got uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Kyle Richards <laughs> as Lindsay Wallace. Lindsay? Brian Andrews as Tommy Doyle. John Michael Graham as Bob. And Nancy Stephen as Nurse Marion. Also, uh, Tony Moran plays Michael Myers. Unmasked. Older Michael Myers, unmasked Michael Myers, uh, which is the shape. And uh, young uh, Will Sandin. Yeah, six-year-old Michael Myers. Young Michael Myers. And uh, who's uh, Judith Myers? What's her name? Oh, uh, Sandy Johnson. Sandy Johnson. This fucking mask, dude. <laughs> I have to fucking take it off. Um, yeah, if it makes I you feel any better, my like, mustache is driving me fucking nuts. I can, I can move it like this. <laughs> Just hold it up. <laughs> no, you must got to commit to the character. I am. 
Runtime of this movie is 91 minutes with a budget of $325,000. David, how much did this movie make at the box office? Oh, man. I know that it was like for its for the time for a very long time like the most successful independently released movie ever um mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go 100 million that might be ambitious but we'll go 100 it's a little ambitious i mean i'm sure it made over 100 million like eventually yeah eventually but 70 million dollars is what it's still the number i got on the what, $300,000 budget yeah yeah not, it was not, the not number bad. one it was the number one independent film um, I think until Blair Witch came out. Oh, okay. As far as that goes. Hotbox. 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 All right. The hotbox for this. We got the VHS cover. Now, uh, the on the on the VHS box, can you picture it? Yeah. I mean, is there the box, is it the pumpkin, the knife? Is yes. it that one? Okay. Yes. And the title at the top just says Halloween. It does not say John Carpenter's Halloween on the original VHS box. Oh, wow controversy at the in the in the credits like it has the credits at the bottom of the front yeah and in the credits it says john carpenter's halloween but on the box it just says halloween. carpenter was pissed when he saw the box went, what the fuck <laughs> that was a good john carpenter <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> by the way john carpenter makes an appearance in uh halloween he's paul he's the voice of oh paul is he on, on the phone, phone. uh-huh oh that's awesome i did yeah, not when know Andy that calls when annie's boyfriend calls yeah hey this is hey Lindsay. this is paul that's John Carpenter. Oh, that's cool. Also on the front of the box, it says the night he came home. And we got the uh, the classic Halloween art, which is the arm and the hand holding the, the knife. And then it slowly transitions into the side profile of the jack-o'-lantern. This, yeah, by the way, is one awesome. of the coolest fucking artwork. Like my son and I were looking at this art and it's like, how clever. Because it's got that transition, like with the hand. And even morphs. the hand has a face in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. It's fucking, it's fucking crazy. It's awesome. Back of the box, got a couple of pictures from the movie, a couple of stills of like Lori and and the shape and all that kind of shit. It says color, ninety minutes. The most successful independent motion picture of all time, a horror classic that will scare you out of your wits. Michael Myers escaped from the Illinois State Mental Hospital after fifteen years of treatment for the brutal murder of his sister and has returned to Haddonfield to relive his crime. What follows is a reign of terror. He came home for Halloween and may return. Oh, fuck. Okay, what does that last sentence mean? And may return? He came home for Halloween and may return. What? Yeah. He already came home. Yeah, maybe he they're talking about where? for sequels. I don't know, but it reminded he me of this meme. and he may return. <laughs> he may return in Halloween 4. The return, the return of Michael, of Michael Myers. <laughs> now, it reminded me of this meme that my son shared with me. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like a it's like a creepypasta mm-hmm. meme or something. And it's uh, John Arbuckle talking to Garfield. <laughs> and it says, uh, why do they call it an oven when you oven the cold food and out hot eat the food? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a real cartoon strip, but someone wrote that yeah, somewhere <laughs> and they just put it in there. But it's like, why do you call it? Why do they call it an oven when you oven the cold food and out hot eat the food? <laughs> and my son said that to me one time and I go, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Your brain just exploded. Yeah. So that uh, he came home and he may return. It's like, that seems well, redundant. He already, did, he already did return. So. 
that's the uh, that's the box art for that. All right, what's this movie about, David? <laughs> well, it's exactly it's exactly what it says on the back of the box, right? Yeah, pretty accurate. Yeah, like, so we open up in 1963. Take a little trip to the past. Yeah, 1963. This is a point of view shot. And it's uh, uh, what we assume. I, we don't even know what it is, actually. Oh, real quick. Before even the first shot, like right off the bat, we get the iconic like John Carpenter Halloween theme music, which is just fantastic. Opens with the theme song. We got a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin, which is also very cool because the nose has like this cut. I, I don't yeah, know why. The they, mouth. I don't know why they did it like this, but it always looks like a knife. It's cool. I don't know if they did that on purpose or if they were just like, well, we're just going to fucking yeah, fuck cut it. this. And <laughs> <laughs> they cut it all haphazardly. And as it, as it slowly zooms in on this pumpkin, uh, we get all the credits uh, uh, with the John Carpenter score. Maybe the most iconic score, as far as horror movies go, ever, would you say? Well, I was thinking no. about this last night. And I was trying to think, like, is there a horror movie that has Jaws? instantly recognizable music? Yeah, maybe Jaws. Friday the 13th? See, I would say no, not over, not over Halloween. I would say they're the top three. Yeah, but even ha- like Friday the Thirteenth. If you ask the average person, how does the music go? They'll do like the key, 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 mama. But they won't be like. But how does the music go? And they'll be like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, all right, Psycho. How about The Exorcist? No. What? All right. What was that the bells? Tubular bells. Yeah. Tubular bells. I mean, that's a good one. But Psycho for sure. Psycho, Jaws, and Halloween are the top three. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Because ask anybody what Freddy's theme is. Most people aren't going to get it. Yeah. They'll do the fucking nursery uh, rhyme song. You're like, no, no. It's the boom, 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 boom. Yeah. There it is. That's it. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> you got it. I did it. <laughs> uh, what's, uh, what's Leatherface's theme? Fuck if I know. Does he have one? I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't think there's any music in Texas Chainsaw. There's not much. I think there's some, but there's not much. 1963. <laughs> Halloween. Haddon, Haddonfield, Illinois. Halloween night. Judith Myers and her boyfriend are fucking around <laughs> in, the, in the living room. Yeah. And, He's like, let's um, take this party upstairs. Yeah. And we, and we get this shot from a point of view. Now, they did this uh, with a Steadicam, a Glidecam or whatever. It was pretty Yeah, and a dolly technology. or something. And by the way, it, no, it wasn't even a dolly. It was a handheld. Oh, yeah, uh, that's steady. right. Because, yeah, there's a lot of dolly shots in this movie, but this is not one of them. By the way, most of the budget went to this fucking camera. Uh, that makes sense. Most of the, most of the 300000 that they spent on this, I think 200000 roughly, was on this fucking camera. Because they could only hold so much film, right? And they had to get it right. Because I think yeah, only, and car- and cause there's like minimal cuts as well. I think there's only a couple. And Carpenter, there's one cut. Was when the mask goes on? Yeah. Yeah. And Carpenter fucking made them do this fucking shot over and over and over again. He got all, all Stanley Kubrick on their asses. He did. Point of view shot. They're looking in the window and they see Judith and she's like, he's like, when are your parents coming home? Or she, he's, I don't know what the fuck. They say something about the parents not coming home and that Michael's around here somewhere, but he's nowhere to be seen and uh, he goes let's let's go upstairs and so they go upstairs and they start fucking around well whoever it is that we're watching from goes around to the back of the house actually they look up and they see the light upstairs go on and Mm -hmm. then shirt off they go around to the back of the house into the kitchen and we see a little hand yeah like a child's hand deborah hill's hand a child's hand (laughs) (laughs) grab a knife and it walks through and by the time it gets to the stairs to go upstairs fucking 
dipshit Jones is coming downstairs. This guy, <laughs> fucking dipshit I, Jones. <laughs> I think he lasted. I think he lasted thirty seconds. Dude, you know what? It's funny. I actually got a stopwatch during the scene and I timed uh-huh. it from the second like the lights went out to when he uh-huh. comes downstairs and is putting his shirt on. It's one minute and eleven seconds. Yeah. So you figure probably one minute, right? Because eleven <laughs> seconds to get from the bedroom to the stairs where we yep. see him. And he went, oh, boobs. <laughs> She's all, call me. He's like, yeah, sure. He even <laughs> gives her that look, too. Like, he opens the door and he looks back and he's all, and he well, leaves. We'll see ya. <laughs> so he takes off. And uh, the, the, the kid, I mean, this is Michael Myers. Listen, we're not, we're not idiots. If you're listening to this, you've seen this you've fucking seen this movie. Film. So you don't need, you need, don't need my dumbass to explain it. But Michael <laughs> walks upstairs and he picks up the. Yeah, he uh, reaches little, down and grabs a clown mask and puts it on. This is the one cut when the mask yep. goes over the camera. And now we see point of view, but through two little eye holes. Yep. And he goes in through a room and into Judith's room, his older sister. And she looks at him and she goes, Michael. Michael. Cause she's, she's sitting topless. there naked brushing her hair and uh, she starts getting stabbed. Yeah. He stabs her from like five feet away <laughs> and the camera looks up and sees the fucking knife go in and out, in and out, in and out. So it's kind of like, I always assumed that he wasn't able to control it. Mm. You know, like he's just watching himself stab. He's not even it's like, like having an out of body experience. Like, almost oh, like shit. he's possessed. Yeah. He's Ew. evil, David. <laughs> He goes walking downstairs and uh, the parents come home. Michael? And they take the mask off and they just stand there like a tableau as it pans back. And that's a cool shot too. I think it's like a crane shot where it kind of zooms outward. Yeah. And Michael's just this little kid, this little Will, Will Sandin. You know, he's probably what, 10 years old? Yeah, I think he's playing a six-year-old, but yeah, he's probably a little older than that in real life. Six? It's supposed to be six. Is that what they're trying to say? He's six years old? I think so, yeah. Because isn't Loomis later like... I saw a six-year-old boy. He had the devil's eyes. <laughs> Whatever the fuck he says. Like a doll's eyes. <laughs> oh, wait, that's Joseph. He's <laughs> like, that's I'm shark. talking about working for a living. I'm talking about sharking. <laughs> like Mr. Loomis here, all over the place. Your hands don't have calluses on them. Um, you got city hands. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brackett is like, well, I do live in a city. So, yeah, um... Cut to 1978, Halloween day, 1978. Well, it's the 30th. It's the day before because it's nighttime. Oh, yeah. It's the, yeah Smith's, it's uh, we're in Smith's Grove now. That's right. We're at the sanitarium first. Yeah. yeah. I, I already had us in Haddonfield. I already had Lori <laughs> walking to school. But yep. <laughs> yeah, sanitarium. Uh, Donald Pleasance is driving with, uh, or Sam Loomis is driving with the nurse and they're going they're going to transfer a patient. They got to take Michael. him to like a court hearing or something like that. On, on fucking Halloween. Halloween. Not that that's a yeah. holiday that things don't happen on. Eve. But yeah. It's, it's the eve of, of the his, day that his he hearing, murdered yeah. his fucking sister, though. You know, it's like. <laughs> yeah, let's have it on <laughs> We're going to have the hearing on the anniversary of his sister's death. <laughs> that's the law. By the way. The law clearly states that's how this works. By the way, where are the fucking Myers parents? Where are they? Maybe they're waiting at uh, the, the courthouse it, for the it, hearing. It's only been 15 years. They just fucking moved out of that house and let the house fucking rot. Did they get a divorce? Did know. they You want some backstory? Die? You want to know? Yeah. I want to know what happened. I'm sure they moved out. I wouldn't want to live in the place where my kid was murdered by my other well, kid. Under, understandable. And they probably got divorced, right? Because... Yeah, maybe. The trauma. 
the trauma has just caused them to fucking separate. But well, Michael's a home wrecker. Fucking Michael. But you would think they would be like, hey, we yeah. want to be there for the court hearing. So. There used to be so much love in that house. Yeah. But how old were they? 35, 40 years old? They'd only be 55 years old, max 60. Yeah, they're still around. They're still kicking. They'd still be kicking? Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe they just wanted nothing day, to do with their fucked up kid. Yeah. Or they died. Of a broken I want to know what happened, David. Anyway, <laughs> uh, they pull up to the sanitarium and all the patients, and it's raining, and all the patients are outside. Yeah, Marion's like, what the fuck? And Loomis is yeah. like, what the fuck as well? <laughs> you stay in here. I'll be right back. I'm going to go and check goes, the gate. He goes to open the gate, and uh, a, a shape, if you will, mm. jumps on top of the car. <laughs> on the roof of the car. And then smashes the the car the window. Yeah, he's got something on his hand clearly to break the glass, but that's okay. He does. We'll it's it actually a wrench. Is that what it is? It's a wrench that they painted skin colored. Yeah. And I never noticed it until I watched this uh, documentary. I think it's on Netflix called "The Films That Made Us." Yeah, and it shows it. It's a really good. It's a really good series, and they talk about uh, this. They talk about Friday the Thirteenth. I haven't watched the Friday the Thirteenth episode, but I watched the Halloween episode recently, and they go through and they talk to all the different people involved in the movie that's still alive. Besides John Carpenter, they don't talk to him, but he had a wrench taped to his hand. Well, in pretty high so, def, uh, it was probably not nearly as noticeable. On film. Right. Yeah. On VHS. No. But he smashes that glass real good and starts grabbing Mary and she's like, oh, fuck, get off me. By the way, just a little tangent here. Did you know that VHS tapes, probably beta also, but tapes are direct like rips from i don't want to say rips but they use the film print Mm -hmm. for those transfers yeah i knew that so it's actually a better quality like comparatively Mm. to what the film actually was to watch like right yeah to watch it on vhs it's a poor quality especially now on high def televisions yeah because now they can upscale everything yeah and and high def televisions like you put a, a you play like an old school Nintendo on there and it looks like shit but you play it on a tube TV and yeah, it looks, looks great. way better. Yep. A VHS or beta is a better comparison to film than uh, Blu-ray or DVD is. Check you out with the knowledge drop of the day. That was my <laughs> that was the more you know. There you go. <laughs> it's Michael. He steals the uh the station wagon. Yeah, Mary manages off. to get out of the car. And yeah, he, he yep. takes off in the car. And, and Loomis sort of comes back. He's like, he's are gone. you okay? Yeah. Are you all right? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, why'd you let her, why'd you let him steal the what car? What the fuck, Marion? <laughs> the evil is gone. All right. It's the next day. It's Halloween. This song doesn't play, but it should play. Boom, 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 boom. What movie Simon. is that in? That's in Halloween H2O. Oh, is it? It's in is the it? Rob Zombie's Halloween, I think, also. Is it in Halloween 2? I think it's so. It's not in Halloween. Yeah, it's in the is second it? one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in the it is in part two. I always imagine that it plays in the first one, but it mm. doesn't. But nope. anyway, we meet Lori Strode, and that's Jamie Lee Curtis, and she comes walking out of her house. And this is where we see the dad, uh, Mr. Strode from Strode Realty. And he's like, uh, Lori, be sure to drop that key off at the Myers house. And she's yeah, I'm like, too yeah. lazy to do it my, myself. It's like a block away. Fuck. The fucker's getting in a car and driving, and he's like, you go walk. <laughs> yeah, he's a real sack of shit. And he doesn't even say, he doesn't even say, have a good day at school, love you, honey, or anything like that. He just goes, drop that key off. They're going to be there at 1030. Yeah, she's like, all right, whatever you say, Melanie Griffith's dad. Let's see who that guy is. Is it? Yeah. Uh, what happened 
to the people that were going to go see that house at 1030. Yeah, did they not show up? They fucking did, they not buy, did they buy the house? Did they buy the house? Was it Michael Myers? <laughs> did he call and say, yeah. I want... <laughs> I'm calling about the listing. Uh, I saw it on Zillow. <laughs> what the fuck is a Zillow? It's like, did you say Lizzo? He's like, no. Who's that? <laughs> she plays the flute. <laughs> she took a DNA test. Turns out she is 100% that bitch. Yep. Um, he's just an asshole. This this strode dad. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't. I don't like him also because like this is the last time we see him. And it, let's let's flash forward to Halloween two. Mm-hmm. Him and the mom. Yeah. They're out getting drunk at the country club. Apparently with everybody else in the goddamn town, including the doctor in part mm-hmm. two, and um, they don't go see their daughter. They don't Who's bother the to like. Yeah, who's in the hospital? Yeah, who's just, who just nearly, got attacked. nearly murdered the, the yeah, yeah earlier. Yeah, a guy who murdered like four people that day. Yep, almost murdered them. Right, she yeah. saved the lives. She the saved the lives of two two eight year olds, yeah. and he can't even be bothered. Did you drop the key off? <laughs> Come on, these bills don't pay themselves. What do you think puts food on your table, Lori? <laughs> you got to pull your own weight around here. Yeah, I'm start charging your ass rent. <laughs> You're damn near 17. You should have a job. Yeah, fucking lazy ass. She goes and she meets up with Tommy Doyle. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're going to babysit me tonight? Like, yeah, fuck yeah, I am. (laughs) Fucking A. (laughs) Fucking A right I am, Tommy boy. Lori is such an old woman. She really is. She's an old soul. (laughs) Not even an old woman, an old person. (laughs) Like, all she does is like, she's always like, well, kiddo. Like, who says that to oh, themselves the at buckaroo. 16 years old? <laughs> yeah. Little snapper. The old girl scout comes through again. It's like... <laughs> she it's says like, that, yeah, later. It's like, fuck off. She says Why a bunch you? of weird fucking shit. Talks yeah, like an old lady. Old. <laughs> Why didn't Annie insult her with that? You're fucking hurling oh. insults the whole fucking movie. Like, you talk All like right. an old lady. Yeah, let's 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 fast forward a little bit. So Tommy Doyle, uh, I'm gonna babysit you. Uh, she goes. We see a shape like following her. Yeah, and we hear him breathing. It's kind of cool. Yeah, he like watches as she. And he's in the house, like when she drops the key off, because we see a POV from the inside. That's kind of cool. Yeah. By the way, he already has the mask at this point. Yeah. Okay. He already has the mask. I don't know if he has the mask at this point, but he has the mask when he's looking at her from across the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's got the mask. Okay, he's got the mask, right? I think so. How come later? Has the alarm been going off in the hardware store for <laughs> I like all that day? Too. Like it's been going off all fucking day. Because <laughs> the sheriff's like, oh, he just stole a mask. Yeah, yeah seven no, hours ago. Just as, yeah, a mask, some rope, and some knives. Like, oh, nothing to yeah. be alarmed about. No, just some kids. So yeah, that's that's one problem that I have with this is like mm. that Michael stole the mask, but the alarm's going off at like five o'clock that night. It's a yeah. it's on a delay, maybe. Maybe they just noticed it and they pulled the alarm. You wonder something that uh, bothered me? Mm. Well, it didn't bother me. Maybe maybe the hardware store doesn't open until five o'clock p.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's and they just noticed hard. it. And they they pulled it. It's yeah, what bothers stores. you? Uh, around the same time, Dr. Loomis is back at uh, Smith's Grove and he's like chewing out the, the hospital uh-huh. director or whatever. Yeah. Uh, about how he's like, we need to like alert the authorities. Like we know where he's going and what he's going to do. And the guy's like, all right, calm the fuck down, Loomis. And he's like, I will not calm down. 
Uh, but he goes to his car, and he's fucking parked in a handicapped spot. I saw that, too. What an asshole. Loomis, he's not handicapped yet. What a profound asshole. He does get handicapped later on, though. He does, but not yet, like Loomis. Part Wait two, your turn. When, he, when he blows himself up, and he's, like, all limping around in part yeah, four. He gets all fucked up. But for now, like, someday pretty, I will need to park here, so I'm going to park here anyway. Yep. <laughs> But yes, he was parked He's in the like, oh, I got one of those temporary uh, hangy things. And like, oh, can I see it? Uh, it's right. Uh, I think I left it in my uh, other jacket. Uh, look over there. We'll <laughs> go get it for you, officer. Is that Michael Myers? <laughs> uh, so uh, Lori's sitting in class, like we said, and she looks out the window and she sees Michael across the street. Ooh. And he's just staring at her. So, okay, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an idiot. Mm. I'm going to preface this. I... I Anybody who's listened to this podcast long enough knows how much of an idiot I am. I've seen this movie, I'm not shitting you, 200 times. Right. Okay? That's a lot of times. That really is. Maybe I haven't seen it 200 times. But I've seen it probably 100 times, okay? Yeah. You caught something you never noticed before? Well, I realized something. It's Mm. not that I caught something. I just realized something. So my entire time that I'm watching this movie before last night, I was always wondering, like, why is Michael so obsessed with Lori? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I was actually thinking about this yesterday as well. Maybe we, do we come to the same conclusion? Maybe. So without going forward to part two, right? Without mm-hmm. going, well, it's his sister and everything because fuck that movie. And yeah, if you shoehorned that, that wasn't planned. Yeah. And if you like the, uh, the new movies, they don't even recognize part two as right. the sequel. Right. But I was like, why is he so obsessed with her? Why is he so obsessed with her? It's because she goes to the house it's the he's the she's the first person that he sees yeah and that's why he follows tommy doyle around too because he sees tommy doyle and he follows him around as well after uh elementary school right. and he hears their conversation about them babysitting i think also Lori reminds him of his sister well and that's the whole thing is because his sister was supposed to be babysitting right. him maybe i think so yeah, yeah we came all, to the same conclusion but i never i never realized that yeah I'm I'm a fucking moron, David. <laughs> That's a great shot, by the way. Like when she looks out the window and sees him for the first time. Yeah. And he's just chilling by the car. Yep. And then she looks back and she says something to her teacher. And then he, she goes back and him and the car are gone. He's real stealthy like that. So, uh, like I said, Tommy Doyle, he's at school and school's been let out and he's taken the world's giant pumpkin <laughs> home. That pumpkin's bigger than him. <laughs> he can barely carry it. Yeah. And uh, this is when some three three of his friends who are just giving him shit. I always thought they were bullies, but I think they were actually friends of his. He's going to get you. He's going to get yeah. you. He's going to get you. Who's going to get me? The boogeyman is coming. There's no such thing. Fuck off. Fuck you. <laughs> Every movie needs to have kids now. Again. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you this story. I went uh, to uh, pick up my daughter from the bus stop. Yeah. Is your mustache like coming off? It's like coming off. I can barely see it. Oh shit! Yeah, it's like hanging off. Hold on. All right, I'm taking. I'm taking this off. You look like Abraham Lincoln now. <laughs> McCready Lincoln. All right. All right. We're losing some authenticity here, but that's uh, all right. I'm actually way more comfortable now. <laughs> that thing was ticklish. I'm, I'm, okay, let me get back to my story. So I'm picking my daughter up at the mm. bus stop, and there's there's two buses that drop off, or that go by there. Mm-hmm. One is not hers, and one is hers. The one that's not hers comes by first. Yeah, and I I'm standing there. It's raining outside, and I got an umbrella, 
and I'm waiting for my daughter to get off the Were bus. Were you twirling it? Yep. Were you doing a little singing it? in the rain dance? Are you splashing around? <laughs> and this this fucking kid in in the bus that's not my daughter's is looking out the window, and he's sitting next to his buddy, and he looks at me, and he goes like this. It <laughs> <laughs> is the finger in the hole. <laughs> Did you fucking up. laugh? No, no, because I wanted to, but I figured if I laughed, then <laughs> that would just encourage him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just looked at him and I was like, really? And I just gave him that look like, really? Like, you can't see my face right now. But yeah, you know yeah. What, Me the gave him the I'm really face. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, yesterday I went to the bus stop again and that bus drives by and him and his friend were sitting there again. And I was standing next to my wife and I go, that's the kid. And I pointed at him and he's all, oh. <laughs> What? <laughs> he looked away right away. <laughs> he shit his pants. Poor little bastard uh, defecated all over himself. That'll teach him. Lonnie and all these other fucking bullies, uh, Lonnie's one of the kids, uh, they're they're picking on Tommy. And they're like, You're the bo- boogeyman's gonna get you, and he's like, Fuck you guys. <laughs> and he goes running away and they trip him and he falls on his pumpkin and smashes this Aww, fucking pumpkin it's a bummer. to bits. And the kids all go running away, and one of them runs right into the arms of Michael. Fucking Lonnie. And they let him go. Yeah. It wasn't Lonnie. Lonnie wore, was wearing the red jacket. Oh, okay. He split the other way. Lonnie runs into him later on in Halloween Kills. We see that scene. <laughs> That's right. Halloween Kills does a flashback to, to this night. Tommy goes walking away and Michael gets in. Uh, or Michael follows him. And then he gets in his car and he drives right next to Tommy. Tommy's walking down the sidewalk and Michael's driving right next yeah, to him. It's like he's stalking him. And Tommy doesn't even look over and is like, hey, dude, what's going on? Fucking he doesn't oblivious. say anything. He doesn't look over yeah. at him and go, do the finger thing. <laughs> That's what he should have done. Little, little did he know Michael was doing that to Tommy. Yeah. Get, look uh, over here. I'm doing something really funny. Speaking of some pedo stuff, can, I, can, we, can we jump forward a little bit? Sure. I typed these notes in my phone. Um, all right. So, well, uh, put a pin in that. We'll talk about that in a second. Lori's walking home from school and she's got two friends. She's got Annie and Linda and Linda is PJ souls. And she says, totally. Like yeah. She's a cheerleader. Yep. And she's really playing up this dumb blonde cheerleader. Yeah. Part. Totally playing it up. <laughs> and Annie is this fucking bitch. All right. <laughs> Annie is a Annie bitch. Is the worst. Lori tells Annie, Lori says, uh, I'll be babysitting because uh, Annie's like, I got to babysit Lindsay Wallace tonight. Oh. And Lori's like, oh, well, I'm babysitting at the Doyle's house, which is like three houses up. We can, uh, we should, you know, hang out or whatever. And uh, Linda's like, well, I'm coming over with my boyfriend yeah, we're and gonna I'm going to go fuck over. him yeah. <laughs> at, at the Wallace's <laughs> at, at, house. At, with Annie. Yeah. So Annie says, oh, great. I have three choices. Watch the kids sleep. Watch Linda and Bob make out or talk to you. Meaning Laura. Or <laughs> meaning Lori. We're like best friends. What the fuck? It's like, why would you not what? want to talk to me? <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? That's, that's part of the worst choices. Like you'd it's, rather watch Bob and Linda. Well, okay. <laughs> and then fuck? later on, like, she's like, oh, there you go, Lori. Scared another one away. Yeah. Yeah. Because they see Michael. Michael drives by in the um, station wagon first. Yeah. Hey, jerk. And, Speed and, kills. Yeah. Annie says that to him. And then Michael slams on the brakes. And he's like, she's like, and he goes, I hate a guy with a car and no sense of humor. <laughs> Annie is the biggest fucking cunt in the fucking world. I fucking hate her. Yeah, she's her. unbearable. She's quite unpleasant. I 
spoiler alert, she dies, and I was thankful for it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, no, I Nancy, her death as well. Nancy Loomis, Nancy Keys, whatever her name is, married to Tommy Lee Wallace in real life at one point in time. I'm sure she's a pleasant person. Yeah, her I'm character sure is just is. awful. But her character of Annie is a bitch. <laughs> Annie Brackett's the biggest bitch. bitch. I'm going to make a shirt. Annie Brackett is a bitch. Is a big fucking bitch. <laughs> um, so yeah, that happens. Then Michael is hiding behind a bush later on. Little shrub um, peak there. Do you think? Do you think that's actually Michael? Yeah. Or or do you think Lori was seeing things? Because like the laundry, uh, where he's standing by the laundry that's hanging out. I was talking to my son about it, and he goes, "I think." some of it's in her head because mm. like she's looking right at it and he disappears. It's all very psychological. He's stealthy as fuck though. We've seen that. He's got moves. She's looking right at him. That's part of being the villain though is you have to be able to disappear and reappear very quickly. I'm thinking maybe it's in her head a little bit. Maybe. It's cool and, and, nonetheless though. Yes. The bush the bush peak is cool. And anyway, uh, Annie goes up there and that's where she goes. There you go, Lori. Scared, scared another, another one. one away. It's like, fuck you, bitch. All right, so I mentioned Linda and Bob. Bob is Linda's boyfriend, and they're going to fuck at the Wallace's house (laughs) later um, because they want some privacy, I guess. And uh, this is later on. Like after the kids go to or after Lindsay goes to bed, they were going to go bang. Well, that's what I'm going to read to you right now, Hmm. because this is this happens later on in the movie. So I'm jumping ahead. But uh, Bob and Linda pull up in his rapey van. (laughs) is bob a child molester well bob says to linda he goes all right i got the plan first i rip your clothes off oh yeah then, gross then you rip my clothes off then we rip um Lindsay's Lindsay's clothes, clothes off. off the child and then and then fucking linda goes totally okay this child <laughs> Lindsay is eight years old Bob is a pedo. Not only is Bob a pedo, but the guy at the beginning of the movie lasted a minute and 11 seconds. How long does Bob last, David? Did you time this one? I didn't time that, but it's a little longer. But to give Bob some credit. No, 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 no. Bob does not last longer. Bob gets on. Okay, but I'm going to say, to give him some credit, when we cut into that scene, he's already mid-plow. So for all we know, they were banging for an hour. He was mid-plow. Then he gets off and he's like, the phone's ringing. I can't do this. I can't perform like, like this. And then he takes the phone off the hook, and then he gets back on top of her, and he finishes instantaneously. That's true. Well, maybe he was just about there. That doesn't happen, David. He's a stallion. They they were banging for hours. You don't just about get there, stop for two seconds, get back on, and you pick it up right where you left off. It's it's not how it works in science. It's not a pause button. This guy's yeah, a he doesn't last tool. very long. Okay, yeah, I agree. He's I was trying tool. to be nice to him, but you're right. <laughs> Bob, I fucking hate Bob and his fucking long toes, <laughs> and his fucking glasses, and his and his glasses, and his rape van. And his rape van. <laughs> uh, all right. So what else happens? Lindsay goes over Annie, and uh, we'll go backwards. Annie picks up Lori to go to the babysitting gig. Oh yeah, is this, this where is- we get the old uh, "Don't fear the reaper." Yeah. Yeah. And there is this where they're smoking weed? They're smoking weed and they pull by the hardware store that the alarm is going off. We talked about that earlier. And oh. the sheriff is out there and the sheriff doesn't smell the fucking weed. Well, this okay, is not only, not only that, but like, she's like, oh shit, my dad, like put it out. It's not like the dad fucking pulled them over. Like they saw the dead, like they could have just <laughs> kept driving. Yeah. Like, why did they stop? Like they felt compelled yeah, to stop out. to talk to the dead to find out what's going on at the hardware store. Not to mention it is 
three o'clock, four o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, let's let's just say it's five o'clock, broad daylight, right? By the time they get to the Doyle's house, it's dark. Yes, while they're driving too, it goes from like one shot. It's like afternoon, okay. and then it's pitch black out. All right, Time yeah, out. I noticed that too. Lori walks to school in the morning. Tommy walks to school as well. They meet up at one point, right? Yeah. Tommy doesn't live that fucking far away. How roundabout were they going <laughs> that they had to, that That's Annie true. had to pick Lori up? All Lori had to do was walk down the street. <laughs> this fucking Bunch thing. Of lazy they had to go bastards. all the way from Pasadena to Hollywood. Yeah. Is what, the, <laughs> is what it was. <laughs> yes, exactly. So they go by uh, Sheriff Brackett. And Sheriff Brackett's like, ah, it's just some fucking kids. You guys, you ladies have a good night. Uh, they drive off. Loomis comes up. And as Loomis is talking to Sheriff Brackett in the background, we see uh, the, the station That's wagon. That's cool. There. Yeah, it's like at a stop sign or something or pulled over and it drives right past him. Loomis looks this way. The station wagon's here and he turns the other way and it goes that way. So it's kind of a cool shot. It is a cool shot. Oh, and but, Loomis uh, knows that he's... Uh, like cause before this Loomis finds like Michael's clothes, like his, his hospital gown and stuff. So he knows he's on his way to Haddonfield. Yeah. And he and calls, where we, and did he already talk to Brackett before? Cause he, when he introduces himself, it's like they've never spoken before, but he's on the payphone talking to a cop at one point. I always assumed he was talking to Brackett, but then this time I was like, maybe not. I don't think he was talking to Brackett. I think he was just talking to somebody and they probably were like, yeah, whatever nut job. And they he's like, uh, Michael Myers is here. He's probably naked. Cause I found his gown. <laughs> yeah because loomis doesn't see the body in the bushes no. yeah he doesn't see that and he the killed reason, that mechanic the reason why he knows that it was uh M- michael besides the clothes is because he sees the red rabbit lounge uh the matchbook uh, that was in matches. what's your face is, yeah marion she yep. was using them enough with the minutiae david let's let's get to the fucking let's get the brass tacks here let's get to the meat of the fucking movie they're babysitting annie it calls up Lori from her house, you know, they're across the street and she's like, Hey, I set up a date for you. Whoops. I spilled butter on me. I'm going to get naked. So <laughs> yeah, I better take off all my clothes. She's making popcorn. She spills some butter and she's like, I'll call you back. She takes off all of her clothes and she's going to go wash them. First of all, how long are these parents out for? Yeah. Just leave the butter stain on your shirt. Who cares? Yeah. You have time to do a load of laundry. Uh, uh, later on, Lori's like, talking to Tommy and Tommy's like, when are we going to do the pumpkin? She goes after the movie, the movie just started by the way. And then he goes, when are we going to do whatever? And she goes after the pumpkin. It's like, how long are there? Are your parents gone for evening a day? Yeah. (laughs) Am I spending the night here? (laughs) Cause apparently Lindsay Wallace is spending the night there. Cause she's like, I just want to know what time to put her to bed. What? She's all of a sudden spending the night with Tommy Doyle. Yeah. I just took it. The parents were going to be out really late or something. I mean, fucking five o'clock in the morning late uh she gets naked she goes out their their washer and dryer is out in the out yeah it's almost like a detached garage or whatever but it's a laundry room yeah so michael myers locks her ass in there but she doesn't she's like oh Lindsay, help me i'm stuck this is when john carpenter calls yeah it was kind of a funny moment too because uh lindsey actually rescues um annie and Annie's like, don't tell anybody. And then all of a sudden, Paul calls back and she's like, she was she stuck, was stuck in, the in the window. She was stuck in the window. instantly tells. I also like, too, when, when Paul calls, uh, she's like, oh, she's out in the laundry room or whatever. He's like, just tell her it's uh, tell her it's Paul, okay? And she's like, yeah, sure. And she hangs up. <laughs> yeah. So they come back in the house and uh, 
uh, Annie's on the phone, right? Yeah. And the door, the back door is open and it's a really cool shot that follows Annie as she's talking on the phone and it kind of pans back and forth as she's walking back and forth. And we see Michael standing there. And then the next time it pans, yeah, she he's pans not the other way and he's gone. It's fucking awesome. It is awesome. These, these slow reveals of Michael just popping up like all these places. Michael also kills a fucking German shepherd, by the way. <laughs> the oh, fucking Annie's Annie. bitching about the dog. Like Lindsay, your dog is barking again. <laughs> like, like, yeah, they'll do that. <laughs> uh, Michael kills the dog. Uh, Michael also ate another dog earlier on. That's right. Because at the, at when, the Myers house, right? Yeah. Donald Pleasant's, or Dr. Loomis and Sheriff Brackett, they go to the Myers house and they find a dead dog that Michael has eaten. And Loomis goes, he must have gotten hungry. He got hungry. He's not aware of Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, Loomis tells Brackett, look, I'm going to stay at this house because I think he's coming back. He, he'll oh, be back. Loomis also saw that the um, headstone for Judith Myers was missing oh, right. from the, the graveyard. But he's like, he's going to be back. So I'll stay here. And Loomis is like telling the sheriff what to do. And the sheriff's like, okay, okay, I'll do that. And he doesn't really believe anything Loomis is saying. He's just kind of humoring him. He's like, whatever, dude. If this guy is really bad, you're a fucking terrible doctor. What kind of sheriff humors people? <laughs> like, and then he's like, okay. He's like, yeah, whatever. He's like, I actually worked a lot of hours this week. This is all overtime for me. <laughs> Time so, and a half, baby. Fuck yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put on my big mustache. It's Halloween. <laughs> hey, Loomis, want to go for a mustache ride? <laughs> this make a lot yes. more sense in the yes, video. Yes, I do. What's that? <laughs> I said this will make a lot more sense in the video version <laughs> of this podcast. Uh, uh, anyhow, so that's what's going on over there. All right, so Annie, Paul says, hey, come pick me up. And Annie's like, all right. So she takes Lindsay over to the Doyle's house and she gets uh, Lori to watch Lindsay. Yeah, in okay? exchange for like patching or canceling Paul's date. Because when she tells her like, hey, I got you a date with or, uh, Paul, Ben Tramer. She's ben like, Tramer. no, you didn't. You didn't tell him that I like Listen, him. Listen, she could have she kept that date with Ben Tramer because yes. he's not, yeah, yeah, he's exactly, not, lo he's not exactly. long for the world. <laughs> no, he's he dead. Uh, he but she's like, I'll two. tell you what, if you help me out, you watch Lindsay for a little bit. Uh while I go pick up Paul, um, I'll patch maybe. things up and I'll, maybe I'll call Paul and, or Ben in the morning ben. and tell him to pound sand. Yep. And Lori's like, all right, fine. The old girl scout comes through again. <laughs> and Lori's also does this thing like where she's like living in a sitcom. Cause she's always like, oh. she yeah. looks up well, at the, what like, are you going to do? Who, who are you looking up at? Yeah. Look like, Yeah. <sighs> it's like uh in those old tv shows like the opening credits where like where they yeah. like cut to the actor and they look at the camera like oh. yeah like full house yeah like, like dave, oh. dave coulier sitting there <laughs> yep um, <laughs> but uh <laughs> camera cuts <laughs> oh, annie goes to get in her car and she doesn't have her keys yeah she's like oh fuck her the keys are in locked. the house god damn they're in my pants. <laughs> she goes back to get the keys. She comes back out. The door's unlocked. She doesn't notice. She does not notice. Also, the windows are all foggy, which is very cool. She gets in and she's all, wow, that's weird. The windows are fogged up, all steamy. And she's she touches like, the them. Fuck? And then, bong. Surprise, Michael comes bitch. from behind, chokes her. This is our first, besides uh, Judith Myers, this is our yeah, first yeah. kill. This movie's got a very see. low kill count. Yeah. 
Um, there's the tow truck driver or the mechanic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Judith, Judith Myers, Myers and then there's Annie, Annie Bob, Linda, Linda. Bob. That's it, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah. And the box office. Oh, because we killed it at the box office. <laughs> it's very clever. I see what you did there. Thank you. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, <laughs> Annie dies. This is yeah, when he, Linda he and, chokes her out, and he fucking slits her throat too. Yeah. It's this awesome. is when Linda and Pedo Bob come. <laughs> they over. roll up in the in the rape van in the fucking in mystery the machine. Van. And they get into the house and they start making out and then they go upstairs and fuck. And uh, at one point, uh, Linda and Lori talk on the phone. Right. And Lori's like, well, is Annie back yet? And Linda's like, no, she's not back yet. She goes, well, let me know when she gets back because I need to know what time to put Lindsay to bed. And you guys have fun, use protection, all that other kind of good shit, right? Yeah. So Linda and Bob go upstairs and they fuck. For 30 but seconds. Here's my thing, right? So they're like, oh, Lindsay's not coming home tonight? Great. Let's get it on. He's whipping his dick out and stuff. It's like, <laughs> well, you know, the parents are going to come home. The parents are going to come if home. I, Annie's going to come if home. If I came home and two teenagers were fucking in my bed, <laughs> that I didn't know these teenagers? Even if I did know these teenagers, I'd still be pissed. <laughs> hey, do I know you, sir? Yeah. He's like, hold on. I'll be done in five seconds. Are you the one with the rape van outside? Because you're parked in my spot. Maybe that's what the the, the calculus was. It was Bob was like, you know what? And the amount of time it'll take me to get up there and finish, the odds of the parents returning, very, very Unless small. Unless they're coming home in five minutes, we're good. Yeah, he's like, I, I've, I've crunched the numbers. I can make this work. Take off your clothes. So they go upstairs and they start banging and uh, they get done. And Bob's like, going to go downstairs to grab a beer. So he goes downstairs to grab Linda's like, hey, you want a beer? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, go get it then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he goes downstairs to get a couple of beers for them. And he hears the back door opens. And And so he's like, is that you, Paul? Annie? Paul? You fuckers. And he opens another door and they're not there. And then he opens a third door. Well, kind of a second door, actually. And there's Michael. And he comes (laughs) out. Chokes him lifts him up stabs him through the gut and he hangs there yeah and he takes a knife away in his feet his toes his long ass toes <laughs> Bob's he's, a t- dead. he's a toe head all right so <laughs> so now oh and that's where uh bob's dead and then michael does like the the head tilt kind of back and forth thing it's very cool yeah so now comes the point where it's a classic scene but why Michael oh. puts a sheet on and he puts Bob's glass. Michael's got like a sense of humor. He does. He's a fucking funny prankster. But why does he do this? <laughs> what's the, what's the motivation? He was giggling as he put the sheet on. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, let me find some scissors. I got to make little eye holes. Oh, yeah. He goes through the trouble of making the, cl- making the costume, putting the glasses on. Now, mind you, you put someone else's glasses on. Yeah. You, you don't know what the prescription yeah, is. You should be able to see. Bob's and glasses. And it's not his been. house either. Do you think he's going through all the drawers? He's like, where do they keep the scissors? <laughs> Everybody's got at least one junk drawer, right? Yeah, it's got to be this one. Oh, no, no, that's the silverware. <laughs> um, but why does he do this, David? I don't know. But I haven't I'm glad figured he did. it out. It's fucking funny. I know it's a well, great. He does scene. it so he can pretend that he's Bob to get closer. But, but if he but just the whole movie, walk- he just busts in on people. So why not just go in there and kill her? Yeah. It's what is she funnier. gonna do? Well, maybe it's because he's like, it is Halloween. I should dress up. <laughs> he's like, I'm kind of he over the Shatner mask. mask. <laughs> he has a mask on. 
this gone? Uh, anyway, so Linda sees that and she's like, oh, real good, Bob. And then she shows her titties and she's all, do I get you your like? ghost? And then she's like, I'm going to call Lori because I'm really worried about Annie. It's like, okay, why are you calling Lori? <laughs> you're calling Lori because you're worried about Annie? Yeah, Lori doesn't know where point, the fuck she is. At this point, why has, oh, maybe that's who was trying to call earlier, Paul. Mm-hmm. When the phone was ringing, when Bob was fucking. That's, yeah, oh, that's, that's who think, was trying to call. Yeah, I think ah, it was Paul. Okay. I just discovered that too. Look at us. But why not call Paul and be yeah. like, hey, did Annie did come Annie over? Your but instead up? you're calling Lori? Lori's right across the street. So she calls Lori and um, right then Michael starts strangling PJ Souls. And, and she's like, Lori, uh, uh, Yeah, she gets strangled. She has an orgasm while she she's really getting does. strangled. And Lori is listening on the phone. She's like, is this one of your guys' pranks? Yeah, what? At first I get... And she thinks it's Annie also. She thinks... Because Annie, from, like, prank, kind yeah. of prank called her earlier. Mm-hmm. But First anyway. I get your chewing, and now I get your squealing. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to go back to knitting. Because I'm an old woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, knitting's a hobby that people have. I get it. But yeah, what's 17 she, year say, old? supposed is, to be 17 years old. Come on now. <laughs> it's knitting. Linda dies. Yep. She gets choked out real good. So now Lori's like, hmm. I'm a Something's little concerned. Up. All right. The kids are in bed. Yeah. Lori's like, I'm just going to go check on the house and make sure that everything's right. Okay, this is like so right is across like, the street. Yep. So she goes over there and she starts looking around and things aren't adding up. Like all the lights are off. She sees Bob's van, but like she knocks on the door. Nobody answers. All, but not, not all the lights are off, but she did see the lights come on and go back off. Right. So she knows someone's over there. So she goes back over there. Or she goes over there and yeah, she, she starts looking I think she around. goes through the back door because the door's open. So she lets herself in. Yep. She gets upstairs. I, there's a lot. There's a lot to this. But she gets upstairs and she, she sees the Judith Meyer headstone. Yeah. And she's there's, like, what the fuck? And this is where she starts making monkey noises. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking starts throwing her feces. <laughs> uh, oh, you're absolutely correct. She fucking emotes um, very strangely. <laughs> but. there's annie splayed out like she's judith myers yeah and she's fucking dead right as she sees that bob's body falls down yeah and like swings out yeah it was like set on a timer yep and then michael's got the little switch with a little (laughs) and then a cupboard opens cupboard opens and there's linda and she's all folded in half and dead it's like oh fuck all my friends are dead so she goes, that's when she goes running out in the hall and we have a great reveal of Michael at this point. So Jamie Lee Curtis is backed oh, up in yes. a, uh, against the wall and there's this dark doorway behind her and you can't see anything. It's just pitch it's black. Just black and, right. and Jamie Lee Curtis is making her noises um, that David does so well. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, very slowly, Michael's mask. Is yeah, it like illuminates. And then he's right there. She she walks forward, and this is where he goes to stab her. And he's got the worst aim ever because he had the opportunity. Yeah, he could have killed her right there. And he's really good at killing people. Take your shot, dude. Swing away. But <laughs> no, misses, he, he gets her on the shoulder. Gets her on the shoulder. She goes falling down the, over the over banister. The rail, yeah, down the stairs. And she hurts her leg, but she gets up and she runs away. Michael almost gets her like seventeen times. <laughs> yes, he does. I mean, he walks and she waits till right the last minute to break a window. She waits till right the last minute to lock the door. Yeah. 
she gets over to the Doyle's house and she like throws a pot up there. Oh, by the way, on her way over there, she goes to a neighbor's house to be like, help me, help me, help me. And the neighbor looks out and just, I really like that scene. Yeah. The neighbor like, looks because one thing I really like about this is she behaves like a person would in real life. Like if somebody was chasing you, trying to kill you, you wouldn't just run to your house. Like you would yell for help. So she's like screaming bloody murder. Like, through the neighborhood like help me dear god somebody help me and she's banging on doors you yeah and you're right the neighbor's like eh, fuck that shit we're out of candy kid now, now the neighbor even if they think it's a prank i think the neighbor would call the cops yeah yes yeah, maybe wrong. that's what happened i don't know but regardless uh she goes and and tommy's like Ooh, uh, who's at the door fucking slim she's like tommy <laughs> he's coming so uh, Michael is like right there. Tommy opens the door. She locks it and she goes, run upstairs, da 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 da. She goes in and she realizes the window's open. Yeah, and she's like, ah, fuck. Well, Michael comes at her uh, from behind and she grabs her knitting needle. Fortunately, she knits, right? Fortunately, she's an old woman. <laughs> she yep, grabs so the yeah, coming handy. Fucking, she stabs, stabs him, him in, in the, the neck. neck. He drops down. Like instantly, goes like, up, boof, like a sack of potatoes. Yep. She goes upstairs to get the kids. She's like, kids, I killed them. And Tommy's like, you can't kill the boogeyman. And right when he says that, fucking Michael comes up the stairs. Yeah. And oh, she's like, fuck. Ah. Oh, shit. So she gets the kids locked away. She goes running away and she kind of uh, yeah, She puts the kid sh- in one room and the, or the kids in the one room and then she runs to the other room and she, uh, barricades herself in the closet. She opens a window, but then she barricades herself in the closet. So Michael's like, did she go out the window? He realizes she's in the closet. He busts through the closet. Classic scene. It's great classic scene in in horror movies uh the busting through and you know what makes this scene i think for me dude is, is it that the light is on the light that turns is not on. in the dark yes yeah it was in the dark and then as he's swinging away he accidentally pulls the yeah and the, then the light the, the light turns and the light on. comes on it's, it's awesome. awesome you would think we watched the movie together we have the same thoughts <laughs> look at this and that's tommy lee wallace in this scene it's busted that into, is tommy into lee the wallace. closet and Tommy Lee Walls, for those of you who don't know, he directed Halloween 3. He also directed Fright Night Part 2, which we uh, just Talked reviewed a couple recently, weeks ago. Yeah. And he was the costume. He had a lot of roles. He edited he like this pr- movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also was like the costume and prop guy. And he's the one who actually created the, the Michael mask. Myers mask. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's him uh, doing that stunt. And then uh, she stabs him with a hanger to the eyeball. Pretty clever too. Cause like while she's cowering in the corner, she's like, Oh shit. And yeah, she fashions it into a weapon. She stabs him. She, he falls down. He's got ah, fuck dead. He's laying down there. She goes to Lindsay and Tommy. She's like, everything's okay. I want you to oh, go. She also stabs him too. Cause uh, while he's like slash uh, slashing at her, I think he drops it or something. And she gets, like, so she stabs him in the eye with the uh, yeah. hanger and then stabs him with the knife. With Cause knife. then she, when she gets out of the closet, she fucking puts the knife down. And this is the second time she's done this. Cause she did something similar in the, uh, the knitting scene. Like, come on, well, Lord, just hang on to the knife. <laughs> she tells the kids go across the street to the McKenzie's and, uh, and call have the them call the police. She sits down, and this is another great scene. Yeah, because we see in Michael the in the background laying down flat. And then all of a sudden, whoop, pops up. Sits up. Does the, does the fucking Meyer sit sits up, Sits, and then right? does the head turn. Yep. Dun, dun. It's not the, it's not the, the thing theme song, but it's kind of yeah, like yeah, that yeah. piano. Dun, dun, ding, ding. Dun, um, dun, dun. And then she stands up, and he comes out after her, and they tussle a little bit. And uh, by the way, Loomis sees the kids screaming, so he runs. Yeah, he knows. And he's like, oh, that's where they're coming from. So 
I'm going to run towards that house. So he runs towards that house. Michael and Lori struggle a little bit and she peels the mask off. And this is where we get Tony Moran, which I never understood why they just didn't have Nick Castle do it. Yeah. I, I think I remember hearing something like they wanted like a different type of face. <laughs> Nick Castle just didn't have the face that they were looking for. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, so he puts the mask back on real quick. And right as he puts the mask back on, he's about to stab Lori. Loomis comes in and he shoots him. How Boom. many times, David? Six times. <laughs> shoots him six times. And uh, Meyer, uh, Michael falls out the window. Over the over balcony. The and onto balcony. The onto the ground. And Loomis goes back to Lori. He's like, are you okay? And Lori goes, that was the boogeyman, wasn't it? As a matter of fact, it was. And then Loomis looks out. The body's gone. And that's a great scene too, because like when Loomis looks, like the look on his face isn't like, <gasps> it's just like, yep. Figures. Yep, exactly. And then uh, the music plays and we go to black. And we get a bunch of like cuts of different parts of the house, which I also really like as the ending, because it's like, it shows you all the places where he was. So it's like, yep. he could be here. He was there. Uh, he, he, I think it's kind of like he could be anywhere. Tommy Lee Wallace added all that stuff in there afterwards. Yeah, it's and cool. it's all, all those shots are actually the setup shots for the actual uh, scenes that they were going to oh, film cool. there. You know how like they run the camera for right. a couple of seconds. Yeah. That's all that is. Yeah. It, it's great. Yeah. He explains that in that, in that show on Netflix. Oh, cool. So I highly recommend that the movies that made us Halloween episode. Um, like I said, this is five Pamela Voorhees heads from me. Five yeah, Pamela Voorhees excellent. heads from you I, there's a lot wrong with it but this is like the perfect slasher film it really is there's and just no like gore. the way it's shot like i mean we talked about like carpenter's use of blacks and like framing shots and michael myers coming into shots and out of shots it's just really really cool the use of music um the use of no music uh, i think is also like something that carpenter i don't think gets enough credit for we hear a lot of talk about his music and his movies but he, he does a really good job sometimes like here's no music yeah just add uh, adding you know more tension yeah it's just it's uh, there's not really much more that i can say other than what has already been said about this movie it's uh it's the, the ev i think everything just fell into place for this movie it was a bunch of kids that had recently or not so recently but within the last five or so years graduated film school they were all living in hollywood they all wanted to make movies yeah, Carpenter was only, I think, 29 when he uh, started making this movie. It was him and Deborah Hill uh, and all of their friends. Yeah. You know, uh, Nick Castle and Tommy Lee Wallace and John Carpenter were all friends from film school, and I think they were in a band together, uh, the Coupe de Villes. That's right. And uh, they were just, you know, they all wanted to make film. They all wanted to make music. They wanted to just have fun. They were just fucking hippie rejects, you know? And they got $300,000 to make this movie and they just made such a good fucking movie because that's what they wanted to do. Right. Like they were all very passionate about it. They took it seriously. It wasn't just a fucking goof. It wasn't just a, Oh, we're going to do this to make a bunch of money. No, we just did this because this is what we wanted to do. I think it shows, you know, the passion shows. passion shows. And then it also just shows that the skill, like, yeah, this is like Carpenter's, you know, well, it's not his first movie, but one of his first movies. But it also just shows, like, this guy really knew what he was doing. 
Yeah, he had the ability to direct a movie and take basically nothing and make something out of it and surround himself with people that knew what they were doing as well, right? Yep. You know, I mean, uh, if it wasn't for Nick Castle being the shape, we wouldn't have gotten the stuff that we got. If it wasn't for uh, Deborah Hill producing and helping write, we wouldn't have gotten what we got. You know what I'm saying, right. and and the actors. I think the actors uh, uh, did a did a yeah, great job. The performances job in it are too. very good. Like even the characters that we don't like, like Annie, the performance yeah. is fine. Exactly, she's the believable actress, as a bitch. She's yeah, she's she is believable as a bitch. I'm sure she's really sweet in real life. Yeah, but uh, five Pamela Voorhees heads overall Boom. for us now. David, Brett, they still make Halloween movies. They do. They do. In indeed. fact, one one just came out not that long ago. I know. I saw it at the theater. <laughs> I saw it at home. There you go. So we'll give our thoughts on Halloween. And is this the last Halloween movie? We don't know. Who knows? As we record this right now, we haven't even seen it. <laughs> so we really, we really don't know. But I'm going to go but, on a limb and say it's not the last one. Maybe it's the last one gonna, of this chapter, but there'll be more. So let's listen to you and I and our thoughts on Halloween ends. Let's do it. All right. So thank you past Brett and David for introducing this. We are back talking about Halloween ends. We just watched those two idiots before us hadn't even seen it yet. (laughs) (laughs) They hadn't. So Halloween ends. uh, Let's talk a little bit about, I don't want to go into any spoilers or anything, but let's talk a little bit about how we watched it. Um, I watched it on Peacock. You had messaged me on Thursday and you said, Hey, it's coming out on, at 8 o'clock your time on Thursday night. Yeah, because I had so, bought tickets to see it in IMAX on Thursday because mm-hmm. I wanted to see it before going to Monsterpalooza because I figured people mm-hmm. were going to be talking about it and I was going to hear things. So I was like, I need to see <laughs> yeah. this on Thursday. So then I saw, yeah, online that it got released early. So like, well, fuck. So I texted yeah. you. I was like, dude, watch it tonight. And then I, yeah. I asked my wife, I was like, do you want to just watch it from home instead <laughs> of going to the movies? So she was like, yeah, yeah, let's do that instead. Yeah. Uh, and you guys have a dog, um, which, uh, is a little rambunctious at times. Mm-hmm. And if she's left to her own devices, <laughs> she she'll go eat shit. Up. So yeah. So, uh, <laughs> just spend time with her. And then for, for me, Friday night, we had plans. Um, my family and I had plans on Friday night, so I probably wasn't going to be able to watch it on Friday night. Oh, okay. Then Saturday we had had plans, but they actually got interrupted we could have watched it last night and then today is sunday so i was probably just going to watch it today mm-hmm. uh, as we record it but when you messaged me i was like well yes yes i do want to watch it <laughs> um so uh my my son and my wife and i sat down and watched it and then you and uh, your wife watched it all right let me say this there's been a lot of chatter i was gonna say by the time this comes out i think most people i mean not we're still not gonna spoil anything but i'm sure a lot no, of people have, seen it, or have, have at least seen that this movie is very uh polarizing polarizing is a, is a very good thing my first impression when the movie was done was mm-hmm. i really enjoyed this movie <laughs> me too i loved it well i did. loved it is a strong word but i really liked it i you know, dude pretty much right from the jump like it starts, mm-hmm. uh, not going to spoil, but like even the font that they used and the colors like was blue. I was like, oh, this is a callback to Halloween three. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so it was like, we're in, for, we're in for something different. So yeah. I thought right from the, the get go, it kind of sets the tone. Like this is going to be a different kind of movie. I think what, what they did 
or what they were going for. And, and listen, I, I haven't I haven't read any interviews with the filmmakers. I've only talked about it with you. Yeah, we have briefly. no inside knowledge here. Um, and I just just my perception and take it for what it's worth. I'm an idiot most of the time. So it's true. Yeah, you know, I <laughs> I could be way off on this. Halloween 2018 and Halloween 1978 are very similar. Yep. Very like kind of parallel almost. Um, I liken it to uh, Star Wars, what the force awakens. Yeah. With and Star a Wars, hope. a new hope. It's like this, not reboot, but it's like a sequel years after. Yep. And uh, it's kind of throwing back to the original and a lot of the same beats and a lot of the same characters are coming back and, and things that happen in the first one, Michael Myers kills babysitter, uh, Laurie mm-hmm. Strode. There's a big battle at the end, yada, yada, yada. Yep. So on and so forth. And then kills, you kind of got the same thing, but with a slightly different spin. But yeah. It's, it's kind of like Halloween too, in a way. It's kind of like Halloween too. Lori's in a hospital the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the body count is way, way higher. higher. The gore is way higher. Halloween two compared to Halloween one, body count and gore way higher. Yeah. Halloween two is just very much Michael Myers going around killing people, which is what Halloween kills <laughs> is. Yep. Halloween three and Halloween ends besides the font being the same and the throwback. There's so many nods to Halloween three without it being overtly Halloween three. Right. And I just think the, like, this is a different kind of story. Yes. And, and, and even I was reading someone's review and I, this is funny. Like some, some schlub online, like it's not like fucking Richard Roper or something, but someone's <laughs> review of this movie and they were like, yeah. You could have taken out Halloween Ends and put in Halloween Three Season of the Witch in there, and it would have sounded exactly like 1982 all over again. Because they said in their review, they're like, "This would have been great had it not been called a Halloween movie." And I'm like, Fuck, oh. "That's exactly what they said about <laughs> they Season said the same of the thing Witch." In, yeah, 82, I think. And then, and then they're like, "Oh," and somebody else wrote, and I know these people are trying to be funny, but you know, when you try to be funny, it's it's usually good to be funny. And, <laughs> and they're like, they're like. Halloween three season of the witch had more Michael Myers than Halloween ends. And I'm like, are you a fucking moron? That's the most moronic thing I've heard. That's now, not true. Whether you like, whether you like this movie or you don't like this movie, I could, I, I really couldn't care less. Yeah, teach right? their own. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I'm not going to lose any sleep the, if you didn't like it. I'm not going to try to convince no. you either, but yeah, I liked it. I mean, you can look at, at all of our reviews and I'm sure you can find at least a dozen movies that I've reviewed that you've reviewed that you totally disagree with us on. And that's perfectly fine. I don't have a problem with that. And we can have a, a spirited conversation about why I think silent night, deadly night two sucks and why you <laughs> may be using the best movie ever made. But to say that this movie uh, to, to go beyond that, just to say like, Hey, I didn't like it. And to say it's the worst movie of the franchise, first of all, you've never seen fucking Halloween 5. You've never seen Halloween 6. You've never yeah, seen Resurrection Halloween H2O. Anybody? You've never seen Resurrection. Like, you've never seen Rob, Rob Zombie's, Zombie's Halloween, Halloween 2. 2. I saw somebody online who's just a fucking asshole, and they were like, <laughs> here's my ranking of Halloween movies. And they're like, Halloween 2, 1981, is number one. Disqualified immediately. <laughs> and then Halloween oh, 1. Oh, we got a hot take here, everybody. <laughs> and then it's like... Uh, and then they're like, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 is number Get three. And I'm like, you're here. a fucking asshole. <laughs> you're just an asshole just to be an asshole. Yeah, you're you're an internet troll at that point. Exactly. And then they're like, Halloween Ends is all the way at the bottom. And I'm like, okay, oh, this get fool, the hell out of here. This fool in five years, they're going to be like, this is my Halloween's list. And it's going to have Halloween Ends as like number four. <laughs> because they're going to change. Just like they're the same kind of asshole who didn't like Halloween 3 five yeah, years ago. Yeah, now that one's beloved. 
Exactly. And I'm not saying that I always liked Halloween 3, but when I was a kid, I didn't like Halloween yeah. 3 because I was like, where the fuck is Michael Myers? But I was also fucking seven. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> you know what's funny? You just reminded me of something. When I was talking to, I think it was Tommy Lee Wallace, uh-huh. I mentioned to him, it was yeah, it was him. Uh, I was like, Halloween 3 was the first Halloween movie I ever saw. And I, and uh-huh. I loved it as a kid. And he's like, oh, you didn't see the, the first two? And I was like, no. He's like, so you weren't fucking pissed when Michael Myers wasn't in it? And I was like, no, I didn't know any better. I was young and dumb. And he's like, oh, yeah. perfect. So, okay, that's a good point. You saw this movie with with no uh, pretense of what was supposed to happen. And everybody's like, well, this was supposed to be the trilogy. This is supposed to be how it ends. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, things didn't end how you wanted it to fucking end. Get over yourself. You're a fucking adult. Well, the other thing, too, is if they... I I firmly believe that had they done the safe thing, which Mm -hmm. is probably the fan service, what everyone wanted, two hours of Michael and Lori going at it, those same people would have been pissed. Like going at it, yeah, yeah, really giving her the business. <laughs> that would have that would have been a shocker. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> no, but those same people would have been pissed about that. Like, oh, yeah, how original. It's the same oh, it's so thing. predictable. Oh. oh, I wonder if Lori's gonna live or die. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I give this stupid. movie big props for fucking balls. Like, they well, took, it's got they balls. took a risk and. And here's the other thing too, what this movie delves into without, without giving away a lot of this, a lot of what happens in the movie, but the movie delves into survivors of tragedy and how it affects them and trauma and how it affects them and the people around them, the main characters in this movie, and even not the main characters, the whole fucking town. Exactly. Yeah. All, even the tertiary characters are all going through some shit. And, and they're all impacted by the actions and inactions of people. Of other people around them. Yeah. And the other thing, too, that it delves into is our, and, and you kind of brought this up to me. I mean, I, not that I didn't think of it, but you kind of put it in these words was, are monsters created or are yeah. monsters born? And, you know, this, this goes yep, and the to. The is yes. I, yeah, I just got done watching Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Netflix series, which. Uh, I, I recommend only because it's really good, but I don't recommend because it's real. It's also <laughs> just sad and awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. It, it I took have similar me, thoughts on that show. It took me a couple of weeks to actually get through it. Cause I would go for days without watching it. Cause I couldn't handle more than one episode at a time. That being said, uh, was it, was he made or was he just born, born that way? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you're right, David, cause the answer is yes. And there's, there's, there's some question to that in this movie about uh, some of the characters yep. and, and, uh, and Michael being one of them. Uh, there, there are some flaws in this movie. I Don't get say, me wrong. Yeah, I'm glad you're bringing that up because there are plenty of things about this movie I did not like. No, and there's plenty of things, and, and, and maybe a, at a later date we can go through uh, that and kind of uh, touch on all the things that, that I didn't like about it or things that I would have changed and I would have preferred to have done differently. And my, my idea is probably even more off the wall <laughs> of the way that I thought they would go. And, and it probably would have pissed off even more people. However, um, th- we, we we're reviewing Halloween in this episode and I don't know if we've gotten to a review yet, or I don't know where I think this we is said right out. off the bat that it's a five. I think we it, put it that is on a front five. Street. Yeah, it is a five, but there's a lot of flaws in that yep. film as well. So, so I don't think a perfect film 
exists in the right. world. There's always going to be something. You find you can something. Be like, oh, well, the continuity in that scene. Is <laughs> you really find something to pick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's always going to be something. But I think for entertainment value, for my money, Halloween ends, I'm going to put... Um, I, I have, I had to look and see what I gave Halloween 2018 mm-hmm. and I gave that a four. Did I give that one a four as well? You gave it a four as well. Okay. And Halloween kills, I gave a two and a half and you gave a three and a half. So I am going to put this on the same level as Halloween three season of the witch. And I'm going to give it three and a half. Pamela three and a half? Heads. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I went back and forth on this one because I watched Halloween kills right before I watched Halloween ends just to kind of refresh my memory. And Mm. I remember when I first saw it, I really liked it. I mean, that's when I gave it a three and a half. And then I watched it a couple more times and I was like, "Mm, I might actually adjust my reading down on this one. And then when I watched it the other day, I was like, Hey, I like it again. So I'm going to keep it at three and a half. Um, I'm going to give this one a three and a half as well. I, I think in time, I could see those two separating a little bit, but yeah. I don't want to overreact. I've only seen the movie one time. I definitely need to see uh, it, at least one more. Uh, but I'm going to go three and a half for, uh, for now as well. I really, really liked it. And uh, my wife also loved it. Yeah, and mine did too. My son did not. Hmm. Um, but I think afterwards, I, I, I spent about 10, 15 minutes talking to him about it because he had some questions and he was like, I don't get this and You're I don't like, get You're that. You're wrong. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. I had a nice conversation with him and I was trying to explain to him certain things that I noticed that maybe he didn't notice. And uh, I think he got it a little bit, but I still think he didn't like it, which is, like I said, it's yeah, perfectly okay. And, and that's the thing too, is like the people that don't like this movie, I 100% understand why people don't like this movie. Yeah. And I don't think they're wrong. Um, was it th- was th- it you who said it, or was it something I read where it was like people who are fans? Oh of yeah, Michael I, I think I mentioned that on my drive when we were chatting. Uh, yeah, we were so go California. ahead and say that. Go ahead like, and say that. People who are big Halloween fans, like hardcore Halloween people, Michael Myers people, Michael Myers people aren't gonna like this movie. Yeah, and I, but I, but I think if you're open to like them toying with the formula a little bit. And, and doing some different kind of stuff, I think there's a movie to uh, be enjoyed here. And I'm going to predict something um, in, and it probably won't be 10 years, but I'm going to predict that in the future, people will look back on Halloween ends and say it's the best of these three movies that came out. That wouldn't surprise that's, me. That's, um, that's just something that I, I, I firmly believe uh, is going to happen. But I did want to mention to you something. Mm. I saw this online and it was... Now, I'm not saying that this is the end-all be-all of the ratings system, but this is the Rotten Tomatoes ratings for all of the Halloween movies, including Halloween Ends at this point in time, okay? Now, also understand that Halloween Ends has been out for a total of fucking three days. (laughs) However, I don't know how many ratings it has. It probably has a shit ton because everybody wants to go on there and get their fucking opinions heard, right? Everybody's got a fucking opinion and you know what? We have a podcast so we have opinions also. (laughs) I was going to say, we recorded an insert uh, for this episode (laughs) just so we can get our opinion out there. True. But we also have a show that is dedicated to that and people listen to us and some people actually take advice from us. I don't know why, (laughs) but they do. (laughs) We're very... uh, influential we're big influencers yeah Yeah. some people just listen to us because they're like oh what are these assholes talking about (laughs) um i think that's most okay so halloween one uh well i'll just call it john carpenter's halloween i guess that's the actual proper name uh 96 so that's five out of five pamela Voorhees heads yeah halloween uh 2018 80 well 79 80 percent 
which is four out of five <laughs> Pamela Voorhees says, which is what we rated it. Oh, interesting. Uh, H2O, we haven't rated yet, but that's got a 52%. Okay. Uh, Season of the Witch has a 47, so that's about a 50% also. Uh, Halloween Ends, 45%. Wow. So Halloween Ends ranks right behind H or, uh, Halloween 3 and H2O. That's interesting. Halloween Kills, 39%. Halloween 4, 33%. Halloween 2 from 1981, 30%. I mean, this is falling in line with pretty yeah. much every rating that we've made of these movies. <laughs> you said um, Kills was 39? Uh, 39, yep. Okay, I would not have guessed that low. Interesting. But if you look at it, Halloween, what did I say earlier? How Halloween 78 and Halloween 2018 were on the same level? They're the top two, one and two. Halloween 3 and Halloween ends, they're back to back. 47% yeah, and 45%. Halloween Kills and uh, Halloween 2, 1981. Uh, Halloween Kills is 39%. Halloween 2 is 30%. So Halloween 2 is that low also. I think Halloween 2 is a movie that people like because of the nostalgia of it. They used to show it on TV quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people, Alan, our former co-host, he uh, that was the first Halloween movie he ever That's saw. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and he loves that of, And there's more kills in it. But when you watch it, I mean, like we talked about when we reviewed it, it's not, watch, a, it's not it's not a good, good movie <laughs> no and then the worst one which is, is surprising to me uh curse of michael myers is actually last oh, it's on this lowest, list not resurrection resurrection's at 10 percent. curse is nine percent but we'll see if we agree with that when we review those that'll be a fun day yeah um i think what we're gonna do uh not to spoil anything but you guys will all forget about this i think we're gonna do halloween in july and we'll do oh. uh, a few episodes back to back of various different Halloween movies. Why July? Well, because it's like Christmas in July. Usually uh, people do like okay, Christmas okay. in July, but I was like Halloween in July because it's like mid year yeah. and it gives us a little bit of a break too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, that way we don't have to do uncle Sam. <laughs> Fourth of July spectacular halloween six <laughs> not halloween six i'm just talking like we'll do like a bunch of halloween movies in a row because we got to knock out a few of these in these series yeah. or we just wait till halloween next year and and do more of those <laughs> um anyhow to kind of just push home this point of halloween ends i i think that it's there's a lot of chatter and that's because mm -hmm. the internet exists if the internet existed in 1983 there would have been a lot is that when when did halloween three come out was three it came out in 82 82 yeah. if the uh internet would have been around in 83 there would have been a lot of chatter there was already a lot of chatter people were so pissed off at halloween 3 when it came out <laughs> yep I, I tommy mean, lee wallace was like oh please yeah universal universal dumped the franchise because of halloween 3 they were like fuck this we ain't doing <laughs> well, this again shit. and they took a break for like seven years before they made another movie yeah, like, all right dig them up and then Get they Myers had to back. do return. They had to put it in the title. Look, Michael Myers, Michael Myers is, is going to be in this movie, people. <laughs> put his fucking face on the poster. Make it real big. It's not. That's not the face we're going to use. But no, <laughs> we'll get a much shittier mask. <laughs> but it'll be a mask, huh? A mask, nonetheless. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> fuck these people i i don't know like, i just started getting pissed off i started getting really pissed off i went down a rabbit hole of reading people's like hate reviews on this oh, and i was like that's oh. funny i haven't I done like, that and i was like these are the same people who are like i love the new texas chainsaw massacre movie <laughs> and i'm like you're a fucking asshole <laughs> i heard a lot of people at uh, son of monster palooza like uh chat just a lot of chatter and what i heard seemed mostly positive like i heard a and couple maybe, people being like no i didn't like it Maybe it's uh, squeaky wheels get the grease. 
kind yeah. of syndrome where I'm just hearing the negative because that's what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> Chris Nelson I'm gonna be said a something funny when I met I'm him. Gonna... He said something along, like somebody behind me was like, oh, I, re- I saw the new movie and I really, really liked it. And he's like, uh, oh, thank you. I'm really glad. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. He's like, I know it's getting mixed. Uh, there's a lot of opinions on this one. He's like, but I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. He's like, I got paid either way. <laughs> 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 that's true yeah. i mean he doesn't have to like it exactly and james duke courtney doesn't have to like it and 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 for that matter jamie lee curtis doesn't have to like it yeah but i think it was a fitting end and and if laurie strode is never in another halloween movie i'm okay with that yeah exactly um, yeah halloween is definitely not over like i mean there's going to be more halloween movies this is just the no, end of it, this and 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 how they do it and what they do and do they reboot it and do they just go uh, a totally different direction? Hey, listen, that's for some writer to, under, to, to fucking make up. They're still making tons of money. so Indeed. Cash is Indeed. king. There'll, and, be, and there'll here, be more. And, and just to kind of put a cap on this, I, 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 I want to mention this. I read some people who were like, oh, well, it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. And I'm like, motherfucker, you're talking about a Michael Myers movie and you're talking about it making fucking yeah, sense. You've got to suspend an awful lot of disbelief right off the bat. Like you're talking Michael about Michael Myers seven- is like a hundred years old and he's invincible. <laughs> he's like 70 something years <laughs> old. He's tired. And he's been shot six times and he escapes and he goes after this woman who he doesn't even know. He's, he's not been- even related to her <laughs> in this fucking trilogy. Yeah, he's just like, obsessed. He's crazy. He's not human. And he, well, yeah, and he's got inhuman strength because I Anthony Michael Hall hit that dude with a baseball bat. He survived. Anthony Michael Hall did not. Spoiler on Halloween Kills. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's like you got to suspend some disbelief, and you can't suspend that disbelief. <laughs> I think uh, uh, Anthony Michael Hall at one point. I think I overheard him talking to somebody, and he said like that he saw the new one. If I'm not mistaken, he's like, I liked it. He's like, needed more Tommy Doyle in it though. <laughs> Uh, all right well let's go back to uh those other assholes and and hear their thoughts on something yeah see ya so that's our thoughts on halloween ends yeah sounds like we really really uh had an opinion (laughs) we we liked (laughs) it or we didn't like it we we either liked it or we didn't david uh or one of us liked it and the other one didn't who knows possible who knows but uh we had thoughts yes David, you recently went a couple of weeks ago to Son of Monster Palooza. Yes, I did. And we discussed that as well. well look at us. So planning and ahead. you met a bunch of people. You met a bunch of people from Halloween. So why don't we go ahead and uh, listen to our discussion about your trip to uh, Burbank, California to Son of Monster Palooza. Let's do it. You just came back from Son of Monster Palooza. Yeah, in, uh, just got back last night. Burbank. Yeah, so uh, I wasn't there. I'm out on the East Coast. I couldn't fly all the way west for this uh, <laughs> quick trip that you made, but uh, I'm sure it was a lot of fun. Why don't you uh, go ahead? And- yeah, was- you haven't really even told me much about it. I know a little bit, but you haven't told me much about it. <laughs> and I've sent you some cryptic texts, too, because it was eventful, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, yeah. But it was a lot of fun. So yeah. just... Uh, Right off the bat, so a couple of days before, actually the day before I left, so I, I drove out on a Friday, but uh, on Thursday, um, I reached out to the hotel to see about an early check-in because check-in wasn't until like four o'clock. And I was like, eh, I was really hoping to get in town like around two and I don't want to just yeah. sit around. So it'd be nice if I get my room ready. So I go to the website and I choose, you know, early check-in preference and hit save. And then a couple minutes later, I get an email like confirming my request for an early check-in, but it also like rebooked my room 
at the regular oh, wow. rate. So my room went up to like almost five hundred dollars for one Ay night. Yeah, <laughs> So Whoa. I was on the phone with the hotel like uh, Thursday night and then into Friday morning trying to get it all sorted out. And they couldn't, it was so stupid. And I got transferred a bunch of times. And eventually I was like, it's not even worth it. They got it down to almost what I paid before, but uh-huh. um, it was still like 50 bucks extra. But oh, I was Jesus. even like, what changed? I didn't change anything. All that I, I was like, is there anything different about my room? And they're like, well, no. And I was like, so why am I paying more? Anyway. Because they wanted you to pay more, David. And I only mention this because I'm going to do something later that's going to bring it full circle. Uh, okay. So <laughs> okay. Uh, I drove out there. You and I chatted on the phone a little bit. So thank you for keeping me company. That was nice. I, I, was, I was monitoring the time and I was like, well, David's on the road and I wasn't busy at work that day. And my wife was out running errands. And so I was home by myself. The kids were at school. So I was like, oh, so you used me. No, no. <laughs> I no. just, I just had time where I could just be like, okay, well, I'm just going to call him. So we talked for about 45 minutes yeah, it was nice. on your car ride. I was like, usually when we're driving, we talk the entire time and it passes the time and I knew you were driving by yourself. So I thought, well, yeah, you interrupted my, uh, singing to myself, in my car for several <laughs> hours. So thank you. It was a nice break. Yeah. Um, so I did get there early. I got to check in early. Oh, wait. We should also mention, like, yeah. if you follow us on Twitter, you saw the many adventures of the big, of the, not Big Mac, the, sorry, sorry, Burger King, oh, no. of the Whopper, <laughs> of the Ghost Pepper Whopper. Oh, yeah. That was um, one of my stops on the way in. I stopped at the, uh, what do they call that? Is it Cabazon? Cabazon? And I call it the world's worst Burger King. It normally um, is. you knew but, exactly what Burger King I was talking about yep. when I said that. <laughs> yeah, it did. Because it's usually King. terrible. Yeah. We talked about the movie, um, uh, Oh, the wizard. The wizard? Yeah. That's in, yeah. that's in that movie. It's also in Pee Wee's big adventure. It is where they got the dinosaurs and everything. Yeah. Uh, there's a Burger King right there. Yeah. And it is a shitty Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, uh, yeah, so I got there yeah. and I had planned to go to a different Burger King, but I was like, eh, this one's like right off the freeway. I needed to get gas anyway. So I was like, I'll just go to that one. Now, uh, the lobby was closed, which was bullshit so i had to eat like on the the roof of my car my rental car which had like a sloped hood and it was really windy so i was fighting the the wind the whole time was the lobby closed because of covid still i don't know i guess so maybe but several other people like went and like jimmy the door and were like what the hell well that's because i mean like we're all used to things being open now yeah i mean so i had to go through the I don't drive know if you heard guys but covid's over yeah <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> this burger was fucking delicious. This was by far the best burger I've ever had at that particular uh, location, which is not saying much, but it was really damn good. So David gets this and he tells me that he he got it. Now, he didn't get the orange bun on this one. No, not they yet. They just gave him a regular bun, but they gave him the burger. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I go, I'm going to go get me a fucking ghost <laughs> you pepper had the fear of missing out. I did. And so um, the family and I, we all went out to Burger King that night and they were surprised because I hate Burger King. Yeah. I'm like staunchly against Burger King <laughs> most of the time, but I was like, I gotta, I gotta try this. So we stopped. I, I didn't eat the whole thing. I couldn't eat the whole thing. It was a little spicy for me. And oh. I think I just got full. It was a big burger. It was big. Um, I ate that whole thing though. It was delicious. So it was pretty good. It was pretty good. My, my son ate the other half and, and he said it was good. So, yeah. uh, but I got the orange bun. And then flash forward, David on his ride home got another one. Yeah, stopped one more time. This time it was uh, orange bun. But what's weird is the first burger had lettuce on it and the second one didn't. And I was like, which one is correct? That's why it's the world's worst burger king. (laughs) It's because they fucked up. 
Well, I think I it probably think was supposed to have lettuce, I would imagine. Probably. Because isn't it just a Whopper with uh, ghost pepper sauce and an orange bun? Yeah, but then they also had those little, like, were those, like, fried um, peppers that were inside it? I don't it? know. I don't, I don't know. There's something else in there that was magical and delicious. I didn't open it up and look at it. I, I just really trust it. that it's going to be good. Oh, I dissected the whole thing, inspected it. <laughs> I probably should do that. Like, I, I don't know. I put too much trust in fast food employees. Yeah, it was it was good, though. So then got All back right, on so the road, rolled into uh, the... I got the hotel about 2 o'clock like I thought I would. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of sat around for a little bit. But then I wanted to line up early because I, you know, I wanted to get some people like right away. And I knew that there were going to be some long lines. So I lined up about 4 o'clock. And I brought... When did doors open? Uh, 6. So a couple oh, wow. hours early. And So um, where were you in the line? If you were two hours early, where were you in the line? There was probably like 40 or 50 people in front of me. Not too bad. Wow. Yeah. That seems like a lot. But what was confusing was at the hotel, they had the main convention hall where most of the guests were, but then they had some guests that were actually in the hotel, which is where like they had James Jude Courtney, Nick Castle, all the Nightmare on Elm Street, all the Dream Warriors people. A bunch of them were at the okay. hotel. So I was like, okay, well, what happens when I get my wristband? Do I line up to get in here or can I go over to the hotel? And they're like, no, you can't go into the hotel. And I was like, well, who's going to stop me? Uh, so I, I listened to them, but I did not listen on day two and it paid off. Um, <laughs> but as I'm standing outside, I brought with me my back glass from my Halloween pinball machine, which is okay. huge um, yeah. and super awkward and clumsy. Doesn't fold up. No. It is made out of and glass. And it's heavy as shit. So I had it like propped on my foot, like leaning against me and I wasn't near a wall, so I couldn't lean or sit. It was just a big pain in the ass. It was a very uncomfortable two hours. But at one point, I was just sitting there kind of playing around on my phone, and I hear a voice, and it's like, oh, hey, I know that guy. And I look up, and he's pointing at my back glass, and I was like, oh, shit, that's Anthony Michael Hall. (laughs) He kept kept walking by. Um, But once the show started, uh, Nick Castle was the first person I went to, because I figured he was probably going to have the longest line, which was true. Like, the the whole weekend, from what I saw, it looked like his line was the longest. Um, But I got him real quick. Like, I was in line for him. Probably less than five minutes. Oh, that's I, awesome. I, I mean, I was probably one of the first people to get him, which was which was really cool. So as soon as I walked up, though, I had it, and he's like, oh, shit, somebody's got a pinball machine. So he recognized <laughs> it right away. And then he that's told awesome. me that, because um, he's friends with Sean Clark, and I know Sean's mm-hmm. got a Halloween pinball machine, too. So he said he's played it at Sean's house a handful of times. Yeah. Yeah, and it was kind of cool. cool. He's like, it's a really fun game. I really like it. Yeah, from what I hear, it's really fun. So it's a blast. That's awesome that he signed it, and uh, he—you're going to throw. We'll throw a picture up on our YouTube uh, of this. But um, did he sign it like he signed in it black? The shape, um, and then uh, all week I was like, "Oh God, what color do I want to have these people sign in? Do I want to go white? Do I want to go silver? Do I want to go black?" Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went with silver paint pen. Okay. So he signed Nick Castle the shape. It adhered well. It and- did. It. It, it pops. It's nice. It pops. All right, cool. So then after I, w- I got him, I went uh, to the convention hall. I got Tommy Lee Wallace next. Did you talk to him about uh, Fright Night 2? Were you like, hey, I'm a big Fright Night 2 fan? Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we did actually just reviewed it a couple weeks ago. We both gave it a, a mild uh, thumbs down, if you will, <laughs> and said that it wasn't yeah. good. And why bother? It's basically the first movie all over again. No, I did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tommy Lee Wallace, for for those of you who don't know, I, I don't know who listens to this and doesn't know, but he was the guy who created the Michael Myers mask mm-hmm. for the original Halloween. He because he was like uh, he was like the art design. director or whatever, yeah, the production. some shit like that. Yeah, I think they all like, like. I think they were just given titles. They all did. They all yeah. And so everybody pitched in and stuff. But he also directed and wrote Halloween three. Correct and Friday night too. 
and Friday Night Two. We don't want to talk about that. But <laughs> Halloween Three is Halloween Three is a, a favorite of a lot of people. Yeah. David is wearing I his Halloween, Halloween Three shirt three. right now. I uh, yeah, I love it too. I was I was actually starting to watch it today. My wife's never seen it. Really? Yeah, which is, is odd. Did she like it? Like, we we haven't finished oh, okay. it. Okay. But so far, she was into it. Has, when she saw Tom Atkins, well, the first time uh, Dr. Chalice comes out, she's like, aw, because she remembers m- meeting him right. and how sweet of a guy he is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. So Tommy Lee Wallace. So I go to him, and I had, a, you know, and we've joked about this before, is I always, like with my posters and stuff, I'm always very particular, like, oh, I want them to sign here, and I, yes. you know, this color or whatever. So I already had a spot picked out for him. I was like, all right, I'm going to get Tommy Lee Wallace right here. So I showed him the back glass and he immediately like squashes my, uh, where I had picked. He's like, <laughs> I showed it to him. I was like, can you sign right here? And he's like, dude, have you ever seen my signature? And I was like, no, he's like, it's huge. He's like, I write Tommy Lee Wallace all on one line. And I don't like to break it up. He's like, what would be your thoughts on having me sign along the bottom of it? Which mm-hmm. I was like, actually, I think that would look really cool. So he yep. signed the bottom of it. And then I also brought my Michael Myers mask that I've got signed by all the guys that have played him because he played him in the closet scene. Basically, any scene yep. involving Michael where he has to destroy something. And yeah, I think the rationale original, was yep. because he was the the set design or whatever guy. He was the guy who set it all up. So he, so knew if how he, to he break fucked it up. All it was down. his own fault. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. And I, I only had a, I, I've got limited real estate left on this mask. And I was like, dude, your signature is really big. Where do you want to go? I was like, do you want to do, like do, do the neck tattoo along the bottom? He's like, actually, that's like my favorite spot to sign it. So he's like, I need you to stretch this thing out though and like hold it flat for me. Uh, and then he signed in there, but he was a really nice. That's guy. cool. Does it look good? Yeah, it looks, it looks awesome. I'm running out of space though. I, I still got a, a few guys I got to get, but. I was going to ask, you still got Halloween 4 and 6 guy, right? They're the same guy. Yeah, yeah. He's the main one I want to get. And then there's a couple of guys that play him like in individual scenes, but whatever. So that's the the one guy I got left. And actually, I'm looking at the mask right now. There, he's got a little bit of a spot up in the cheek area, so I'll probably have him sign up there. And technically, there's a couple more people that you should get too, but we'll, we can talk about that. I was going to say, eventually I'll probably get to those people, but <laughs> I've got one high priority Michael Myers. Yes. Oh, and I actually, yeah. Tyler Main too. I want to get him on there. Oh yeah, which that's sucks because I've met him and I have his autograph on other stuff, but I didn't have the mask. Yeah, yet. I guess the the one thing that you could do if you really wanted to like go all out is you could get, get a zombie a, mask, a, a Rob Zombie Halloween yeah, mask, maybe. and have Tyler Main sign that. Yeah, probably have his not. own mask. There's only so much wall space in here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so uh, okay. uh, after him, I went over and I talked to Sandy Johnson. Uh, total sweetheart. Cool. She was super nice. Uh, she had a had friend. Had you met her before? No. And, you know, I think you and I have seen her at shows before and for whatever yeah. reason just haven't gotten her. So I was like, yeah. all right, we're going to for sure, I'm going to for sure get her this time. So mm-hmm. um, I brought the back glass over to her and then she had a friend who I, I got the impression was like a, like a lifelong friend that was visiting and was sitting mm-hmm. at the table with her. And this woman was so nice. She was just like, this is the first time I've ever been to something like this. She's like, I didn't realize Sandy had so many fans and like, <laughs> like how many people come to these things. And she's like, and everybody's yeah. so nice. Well, yeah, it was really cool just to see like how excited she was. And then later in the That's convention, awesome. like I walked past her one point and she gave me like a little wave. I was like, oh, she's such a sweet lady. <laughs> the um, friend did? Uh, her friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Sandy That's was awesome. really cool. And then she, she signed the back glass as well. Uh, but then she busted out like this, like portable almost like a fan but it didn't have a spinning blade it was like this box it was like a weird little thing and 
at first I was like, what is she doing? But she was drying the the paint pen with it. And she's like, oh, she's like a fan at one of the shows brought one of, uh, one of these things with them. And I thought it was like the coolest thing. So she's like, so I bought one. So I want to make sure everybody's uh, signature is dry. You know what? That's a very thoughtful person yeah. because I've had, you and I have both had people sign our stuff and then they just like fold it up and right like, away. No, it's like, it's going to smear. Oh, just mentioned, uh, Tommy Lee Wallace, when he signed your poster, I should have said that mm-hmm. in addition to having him sign the bat glass and the mask, I also had him sign uh Halloween three original poster that I have. And I had him sign your poster as well. And on yours, yeah. um, when he signed it, it started to roll up on itself, but he was like, Ugh! and he like caught it oh, and it bled good. it like smeared on the back, like on the white side of the poster, which was yeah. perfect. So no damage to the front it looks, looks real nice. That's fine. That's fine. I bought that poster. Um, they said it was an original, but it's a rolled one sheet. Yeah, it, it looks, looks original. original to me. Yeah, I mean, I've got the folded one, but it's rolled. I like. I don't know. I'm weird. I like the folded versions. A lot too. of people don't like folded because yeah. they're like, oh, it, it creases the the poster and everything. But I really like the look of that. I do too. It, it just looks it, old school. It, it does. Yeah, it does. But your poster's so. real nice and came out really good. Thank you. Yeah, he signed yours in blue. I'll trade you. No, mine's got John I'll Carpenter on it and Dick Warlock, <laughs> so no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> but <Shit>. thanks. <laughs> um, so after Sandy Johnson, uh, I went over and got Tom Atkins next, who probably had the longest line uh, that I stood in for the whole show. And even okay. that wasn't bad, like uh, maybe 10 minutes or so. Okay. So I get to him, and it was kind of funny because, you know, we've met him before. I think this was my third or fourth time meeting him. And yeah. I had the two posters with me. And I was like, I don't want Tom thinking I'm like a flipper guy or that I'm an eBay seller. And I'm here by myself. I got two identical posters, basically. It looks yeah. suspicious. So I was I, like, hey. I, just just to interject real quick. Yeah. When I went to that convention down in Gettysburg, mm-hmm. I had to bring some of your uh, Friday the 13th posters. Um, and, uh, and I think there was another one. But anyway, regardless, I, I had to tell them. I was like, look, this is for my friend. Yeah. He lives out in Arizona. He couldn't be here. Uh, yeah, I did that but for all the Halloween like, 3 po- uh, people on this one. But Tom was the only one to break my balls about it. <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. You got a you got a friend. And I was like, well, we actually do a podcast. You recorded an intro for one of our episodes a few years ago. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, it's called The Swear Wolves. I could tell like the second time I met him, he remembered. But it's been years, so he didn't remember, yeah. nor did he pretend tend to which was which was nice no <laughs> i wasn't like yeah cool i remember that yeah no. sure buddy uh but he signed both the posters and it was kind of funny when he was signing he was like uh you don't mean to sign it like uh stop it like uh, do you want the character name you want dr chalice on there and i was like yeah yeah that sounds good and he's like you know i've always wondered he's like what kind of doctor was i was i a good doctor he's like i like no. to think i was like an accomplished <laughs> surgeon he's like with a drinking problem and I was like, Tom, don't forget, you also slapped uh, the nurse on the butt. So a little bit of a sexual, yeah, sexual harassment, harassment thing kind of going on. He's like, yeah. He's like, I guess Dr. Chalice has got some, got some issues. His, his ethics are questionable <laughs> right from the jump because, first of all, he goes in. His, his ex-wife calls him a drunk. You know, she's like, great. You're going to the hospital drunk, right? Because he's wasted. He's on call and wasted. And then he goes there. And uh, when the guy dies, uh, the the guy at the beginning dies, his daughter comes in and Atkins gets a boner right away. He's all, <laughs> why, hello. Immediately. 
<laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I know your dad just died. Yeah. But, but I, I was hoping and I'm horny. I was hoping you'd want to fuck. <laughs> fuck my kids. I know I'm supposed to get them on Saturday morning, but yeah. their mom will understand. I bought them these shitty costumes. They didn't like it because they already got the silver shamrock ones. <laughs> yeah. Their brains are getting destroyed anyway here in a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. It won't matter. <laughs> Be li- living the single life soon enough. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so he signed the posters, and then I told him about that you had moved to Pennsylvania because I also know that Tom's from Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken. So I brought oh. I brought that up, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And where is he? And I told him what city or what town you're in. He's like, "I have no idea where that is." And I was like, "I think most people don't." And I kind of explained <laughs> the geography, and he's like, "Oh okay, I know that area." He's like, "But there's yeah. a lot of like small towns in that area." There's a lot between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. There's a shitload of small yeah. boroughs. But Tom always super cool, just an awesome, yep. awesome guy, and so nice. Um, and then the second I walked away, I was like, "Fuck!" I realized that uh, you know what I didn't bring with me? My original Escape from New York one sheet. Nope, I left it at home. Oh, didn't, I didn't idiot. even think to pack it. Moron! I'm you so didn't even write stupid. it on your list because no. you usually write a list. I know. Like, oh, this is just what I need to have completely signed. skipped it. <laughs> I spaced Mr. it. Atkins? Well, Mr. Atkins? Mr. Atkins, can we sign my escape from New York? Can I have your address? I'll can just I mail, mail it to you? See you later. I'm going to send you a self addressed stamped envelope. <laughs> uh, oh, just fold the great. poster up real tiny. Well, here's the thing this will give you another excuse to meet him exactly. in the future and him not to remember what the fuck the swearwolves were. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, so then after Tom, I, uh, Stacy Nelkin's table was right next to him and she's the, the woman, uh, lead, uh, the guy that Tom's got the boner for in Halloween three. Yeah. Uh, she was really nice, very petite, uh, extremely sweet. Uh, she mm-hmm. signed the poster and it was funny when she was signing them, she's like, do you want a quote? And I was like, yeah, a quote would be cool. What, what do you recommend? She's like, well, the one that most people like is where do you want me to sleep? Dr. Chalice or something oh. like that. Or where would you like to yeah. sleep? Whatever. Like. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's a stupid-ass question. <laughs> Whatever he says, and he bangs her. Yeah. Uh, so she signed that on there. And then uh, when she signed, and uh, I noticed she was left-handed. And as a fellow left-handed person, uh, that's always a, an easy combo. Because she had to do the whole hook thing when she signed. Yeah. And I was like, is it a pain in the ass doing all these shows and signing in paint pen? And she's like, oh, it's the worst. And she's like, and I get so nervous because I don't want to ruin these people's posters. But that paint is so sloppy sometimes. Like you just got to really watch so you don't smear it. Yeah. Uh, and then I told her about because uh, when she mentioned the you know where do you want to sleep or where do you want me to sleep thing, uh, I told her that I watched that movie with my niece not too long ago. She stayed mm-hmm. over and I was like she's thirteen. And when it got to that scene, my niece is like, oh, this is <laughs> provocative stuff. And then I told her like I bought her uh, my niece. I bought her the jack o' lantern mask and like during the the one scene we had our masks on. And she thought that oh was, yeah, she yeah. Thought that was cute. So but she yeah, was really really funny. nice. She's like, what a nerd. <laughs> what a fucking dork. It's <laughs> like, I hate these fucking shows. <laughs> give me the, she flips her tape over. <laughs> give me those $50 and shut the fuck up, oh, all right? Don't hit me. Listen, it's $40 for the autograph, but not conversation, yeah, all right? Yeah. You want conversation? And she's so petite. 50. She's probably fucking fast, too. Like, ah. Yeah. ah. Chopped to the throat. Uh huh. Uh, so after that, I. She's, uh, actually, she's actually a robot, though, did you know? That's true. Fuck. Got <laughs> robot strength. <laughs> uh, then I went to the hotel bar, had a couple, of, I had one drink and I had dinner and I watched a drunk guy get tossed out. That was kind of fun. Oh, fun. He's so that, w- that was it for the first day? Uh, no, after the drink and then I went back in and I, I bought some stuff. Like I talked to some vendors. Uh, I bought oh. like a, 
the soundtrack uh, to Zombies Ate My Neighbors, the video game. I bought that on vinyl. Oh, okay. kind of cool. I That's bought a couple cool. magnets. Um, I bought a, some stickers. Uh, but they had all sorts of vendors uh, and uh, like makeup and effects demos, and that's kind of Monster Palooza's thing. So that was yeah. kind of cool, just walking around there. And you know, yeah. I chatted with some of the vendors, uh, met a couple nice people. There was one guy that I didn't buy anything, but he had uh, custom tiki mugs that he was making, and he oh, had some cool. badass ones. Like he had a big uh, John Carpenter's The Thing one with like all of like the different people, like all kind of merged together. It was like two hundred and fifty awesome. bucks. So I didn't buy it, but it was probably worth every penny. I mean, you can tell a lot oh, yeah. of work was put into it. Well, how busy was it on a Friday night? The first couple hours packed, like walking around the convention hall. It was, you know, you can't even move. Um, and, mm-hmm. But it thinned out because I, I hung out till pretty much maybe half an hour or so before it closed. Because it was open till 11. So okay. about 10 o'clock, it thinned out. And then even the lines that were longer by that point were pretty, pretty low. Um, and then uh, next morning I wake up, I look out my window, it's raining outside. And I was like, fuck. Because I had, so I had all the posters. I had my pinball machine back glass, which now has three signatures on it. There was still one more than I needed. Uh, that's BJ yes. Souls because she was only there on Saturday. So I was uh-huh. like, my plan was I was going to carry everything down to my car, except for the poster tube because I needed Christopher. Uh, I needed Chris Nelson from Halloween 2018 on that one. I was like, I'll get him. Then I'll go back. So that way I'm not lugging the back glass around all day. Then I'll go mm-hmm. get PJ Souls, and then I'll leave. So yep. I was like, fuck, I don't have any way of transporting this bag glass to my car. It's raining. What am I going to do? And then I thought back Garbage to the, the fuck up with the uh, the billing, and I was like, I'm stealing a towel. So I <laughs> swiped a towel uh, from my room and then wrapped the glass in the towel and put it in my car. Worked like a charm. Yeah, $50 for a towel. That's fair. Well, you know... Yeah, and I don't think they're going to catch it and bill me, uh, but yeah, so. There's the towel right there. <laughs> Got it right here. It's my new favorite towel. <laughs> it's the towel I'll be using all the time. <laughs> it's my favorite. Uh, so then um, I went and uh, similar deal to how uh, it was on Friday, like lined up early, got my wristband. This time I snuck over to the hotel and just went right mm. by the door where I knew Chris Nelson was going to be because he was in the okay. Halloween room, and I think I was the second person in line. And the first person okay. on the line was actually there for Nick Castle. So I was the first person for Chris Nelson. Uh, and I got it uh, into uh, up to him. He didn't even have his markers yet. And he was like, oh, um, well, he's like, we could just uh, stare at this poster of yours for the next uh, 20 minutes or so or until whoever comes by and brings me markers. And uh, you should have, you didn't talk to him at yeah, all? Yeah, we just, we just made small talk. I don't even remember what we oh, talked okay. about, but it was just small talk. But eventually, uh, okay. Sean Clark was actually, ended up being his uh, his guy. So he came over with his oh, markers okay. and he signed my poster, got a photo with him. And then I, I took the poster back to the car, grabbed the back glass, went back in. Uh, PJ Souls, I was really worried that she was going to have a really long line because she was only going to be there on Saturday. Yeah. And fortunately, when I got to her, there was only like, I think two or three people in front of me. So I got to her oh, really cool. quick too. Uh, much like Nick Castle, when I showed him the back glass, he knew immediately what, what it was. She did mm-hmm. too, for good reason. She actually does the voice work on the game. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> so what she saw, she's like, oh my God, the pinball machine. And she started calling people over and she's like, check this out. This is the pinball machine that I did the, the voice work for. Uh, so That's that was awesome. kind of cool. And then she told me about how uh, she actually recorded all of that dialogue in mm-hmm. a hotel room. And uh, it like it basically oh. had somebody kind of like directing her, probably somebody from Spooky Pinball or I don't know, like giving yeah. her like say it this way or do this or do that. And I guess there's some parts where she was screaming 
and she was really worried that they were going to call like hotel security <laughs> on her. It, it yeah, sounds like somebody's getting murdered in there. Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, so oh. did you use that? Did you use that conversation as an in to get her to record an intro no. for our? podcast i know David. i totally should have totally but uh it, I, I had a we've, because we were talking about we the pinball even t- we even talked about it i know we even talked about it on your ride out to california <laughs> we were saying like well and maybe. i also said i'd probably chicken out which i did uh, <laughs> That's true. but because we had talked about the pinball machine for, uh, for quite a while i spent more time with her than i than i normally do so at that point the line was also starting to build up okay so yeah. And Had there not been anybody behind her, maybe you could have gotten away. Yeah, with, and I think uh, she would have done it. She was really nice. Yeah, I'm sure she would have. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, and then that was so that. that was it then. Yeah, so then I got back in the car, ate another Whopper, and then drove through <laughs> insane weather. Uh, it, it was oh rainy the entire time from, the, from Burbank all the way to Phoenix. It was crazy hard rain, and then it would stop. And then it would be really pretty out. There'd be rainbows and stuff. And then it would start pouring uh-huh. again. Yeah, at one point it was raining so hard that uh, the the freeway was like flooding and we were driving oh, like 10 miles an hour and the visibility was like zero because the clouds, oh, it was so God. foggy and rainy. It was awful. That's awful. Yeah. That's awful. So it, a six and a half hour, six hour drive took you how long? Actually made pretty good time. And then there was an accident at one point. So then I had to, uh, to like take this crazy like 60 mile diversion. Mm-hmm. bizarre like through an area of arizona that i never knew existed <laughs> it's fucking strange um uh i think i i think it took me about six and a half hours to get oh, home so it wasn't that's too, not, bad. That's not uh, too bad but a lot of stop and go and then at yeah. one point while i was driving this is like on the california side uh there was this like 18 wheeler truck that's driving and mm-hmm. I could see him ahead of me and I was like, what's going on? Like, is there some sort of altercation between two drivers? Cause I can see mm-hmm. the, the, the truck is swerving. Like the big 18 wheeler is like swerving back okay. and forth. And I can see him shaking his fist out the window and like flipping the bird. And I was like, wow, he must've got into it with somebody. Well, that sucks. So then mm-hmm. as I pass him, he kind of like jerks the car towards my car. And I was like, what the hell? And then he gives me the finger and I was like, well, that's odd. Yeah, whatever. Maybe he's still angry yeah. about whatever just happened. Um, so I needed to get gas. So I pulled over and I gassed up. And then later uh-huh. down the road, I catch up to him again on the Arizona uh-huh. side of the border. And he's still doing the same thing. And he's doing it to every car. Like as they pass by, he's flipping them off and like trying to run them off the road. What the fuck? Yeah. So then when I passed him, he did the same thing. And then I watched Candy him. Cane. I rearview mirror like this Mercedes, <laughs> like ha- got run off like all the way onto the shoulder. So what? Then, yeah, so I called the cops and I was like, holy shit, there's like a trucker. I don't know if he's drunk or just having the worst day of his life. <laughs> but this guy, like, I watched him do it earlier and just thought it was like, I didn't really think much of it. I was like, but he's doing this to every car that passes. Oh my gosh. So they like used my tracking or whatever and like, I guess sent a car to like intercept him. But oh, yeah, hopefully he God. got arrested or something. <laughs> At that point, I would have pulled over, waited for him to pass, and then just followed him until the cops got. I thought about that, but I was like, "eh, I don't really." At that point, I was like, "I just want to go home." And this guy's driving slow as shit. Like, I want to. (laughs) I just want to go home. (laughs) So they let the cops do their thing. Fucking rusty nail, though. Some joyride shit. Why was he so pissed off? I don't know, man. Maybe Uh, he hates the rain. Maybe he doesn't like rainbows. Maybe, maybe he was like, "Hey, you guys are all going too fast." And I'm stuck in this 18-wheeler driving slow, and there's nothing I can do about it. I don't know, but he was a fucking asshole. I hope he got... What was he hauling? I don't even know. 
Uh, oh, okay. I, and I felt bad when I was talking to the cops. I was like, "He's the cab of his truck is gold, which is kind of unusual." <laughs> but I was like, "Other than that, it looks it's like every other eighteen wheeler on the road." <laughs> so hopefully they got him. Oh, fucking asshole. Yep. Then I got home. Still pouring rain, so I got my trusty Marriott towel, wrapped my shit, and brought it in. <laughs> nice. So overall, good time. They put on a good show, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I I used to. Well, I do. I still like that show. Um, but I'm glad you got there and got home safe. And I'm glad you were able to get all the stuff except for your escape from New York, which you forgot. But that's your fault. It's my own fault. Bunch of bullshit. Nobody's fault but yours. <laughs> oh well. Um. Thank and thank you for getting my Halloween three poster. I can't wait to get it in the mail because I think I'm gonna put that up. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll get that I'm out to you this week. In. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, well, I guess we'll uh, go back to the show. Wow, David. Sounds like you had either a really good time or a really (laughs) shitty time. time. (laughs) What a time it was. (laughs) So uh, that's our thoughts on everything Halloween this episode. We got uh, Halloween 1978. We have Halloween ends. We have uh, Halloween pinball machine. We have Halloween (laughs) fucking cast members. Dude, I bought fucking Uh, Halloween socks the other day. It is spirit, Halloween at the Spirit Halloween store. They are they are small, by the way. I would not recommend them for an adult uh, man. Like, uh, I think they're made for kids. I was like squeezing into them last night. I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, dude. Speaking of Halloween, I, I was going to show you something. Um, something else yeah. that I did uh, recently is there is a Halloween 5K. Uh, oh yeah, like a Escape from Michael Myers run. Uh, this is my my medal from the the run. I saw that. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Did you do the run? Did I, you have you run, have you run the run yet? I have not. At the time we're recording this, no. But by the time this comes out, yes, I will have done it, but and my time done. will have been amazing. <laughs> very very fast. I expect sub twenty three minutes. <laughs> oh shit! All right. So, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But who knows? Uh, if you have any thoughts on Halloween or anything at all. You should reach out to us. How can they reach out to us, David? Yeah, on social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok, YouTube. Just search The Swear Wolves on those platforms. On Instagram, search The Swear Wolves Podcast. You can go to our website, uh, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at contact at theswearwolves.com, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So, David, uh, good idea for the costumes, but I'm never doing this again. Fuck no, I'm sweating bullets here. For the Sore Wolves, I'm Brett. I'm David. Happy Halloween, bitches. Happy Halloween.
This were Wolf's Horror Podcast. Ew, 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 ew.